and it's time for the spoilers. It's like, come on, dude, really? They can be on set, but if that motherfucker's in that movie. Yeah, they like add these furballs and become more family friendly, and then they're getting slaughtered. Because it was like. <laughs> 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 She's finally found Luke, and now what the fuck's gonna happen? You like Star Wars? You're just a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Is Travis asleep? No. Shut the fuck up, goddamn. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Job Squad Media Podcast, and today is a special day because we are doing the Star Wars special right here on the podcast. We're doing, we're cutting into our bi-weekly uh, schedule that we normally do to bring you Star Wars The Force Awakens, and basically we're talking about all Star Wars. So uh, let's kick it off, let's go around the room, fake room, we're all in different rooms. I'm Jake, aka Bomber, what's going on? Uh, I got Ricochet over there, he's still wearing the hat, the hat is on, what's up? What's up, man? Yeah, hey, not too much, not too much. And by the way, if uh, if you're not listening to us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, we're on iTunes, so I know we might reference some things. But anyway, hiatus troll, I see you down there. What's going on? Who that? Oh, don't who that? don't don't give me no Saints bullshit. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Who that? Say who that? When I say who that? Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed anything. If you're a normal watcher, uh. Johnny Cage in a different room. It's solid white there. If you notice, I'm sitting in his room. I'm recording this in his room. What's going on? He flew back home. Yeah, I'm in New York for the holidays. What's going on? Yeah, no, not too much. Uh, I took a shit on your bed. So nice. That's good. Thanks. It looks very festive. That white wall. The wall's actually green. I so. feel like oh. that's green. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah, you just can't tell because of the light, and my camera is terrible. It's pretty ah. bare. I was about to say, yeah, he's operating off a laptop, so you're going to have to deal with that. But anyway, guys, uh, let's get right into it. We're talking Star Wars The Force Awakens Episode 7. We're going to go over, first of all, overall impressions. <clears throat> what did you guys think? Uh, obviously, most of us probably think it was pretty good. But uh, let's hear what. who wants to start it off. Just overall impressions of Force Awakens. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it definitely is way better than all the prequels. Hands down, hands down, way better than the prequels. This is the, like this is the movie that we should have gotten in 1999. It's just, I mean, it's not perfect. Who directed that movie? Does anybody know? George Lucas. George Lucas. So he directed. Did he direct all three of them? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And that well, was the problem. I was about to say. Well, there you go. That was uh, <laughs> that's the whole deal. The whole problem. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the. It's it's not a perfect movie. There, I have problems with it as always, but um, it's one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. So mm. I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think you can make a perfect movie. There's always going to be a flaw. Oh, you can make there. a perfect movie. Yeah. Well, have name you not, a perfect movie. Have you name not seen Citizen Kane? Kingpin. Kingpin. Boom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too fucking but good. I was. Uh, I was uh, thoroughly satisfied. I was sitting. I was sitting in my theater seat, just giddy, grinning from ear to ear. Was there a bunch of people cheering at your theater? I assume. No, it was. They didn't pretty, cheer it at the credit. They didn't cheer at the credit crawl. Really? At the story crawl. Oh, I did. I was like, hell yeah. Oh, well, everybody in our theater was clapping. Oh, it, yeah. it was like you know the hair on the back of your neck was standing <laughs> up. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I didn't get that at my theater. You didn't get anything either. No, I didn't get anything. It was like, okay, guys. Uh, I mean, I was well, excited. What size is your computer monitor? 
Oh, hey, hey, hey. oh troll the bitch. troll. I went I went to the theater. Oh, you got, got the, the cup. Yeah. Oh, got wow. The cup. You got a... no, I threw oh. mine away first, and I had to buy another one. So, fucking <laughs> Oh, you got a special cup. Cheap. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I think it was not cheap. Yeah, we didn't get shit. Well, I um, I don't know. I think the the, the movie. I think it was the um, the pace of the movie. I thought was really well. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't. I didn't feel like there was ever a dull moment. No, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of action. That's a problem for bathroom goers such as myself. Yeah. How do you? First of all, let's get into this super quick. Well, wait. How the we, hell... got, we got to get Travis's opinion. We'll go to my bathroom oh, story later. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I mean, overall, I, I really loved it. I mean, yeah. Of course, it wasn't the perfect movie, uh, and there were some things that you know I think should have been explained for people that have not like. If you're going into this blind, not seeing any type of Star Wars movie, you know, have no education about like what the Force is and stuff like that, and all that, and you probably there should have been some more things explained about it because you know, for people that understand stuff like that or have know about a little bit about the lore, then you know you probably wouldn't understand like some of the things that you know experienced the movie or whatnot. So, because I had a couple of my friend, my coworkers go like, oh, this seemed kind of you know like messed up right here. Like, and I was like, well, you know, like if, if it was if you knew something about like uh, how the force works or whatnot or how you know you'd probably be able to understand. So you went with people that didn't really like they haven't seen all the Star Wars movies. Well, my, I went with my brother-in-law and uh-huh. uh huh, he was on his phone half the time like an idiot. So and in the theater. Yeah, in the theater. So I, tell dude. him to get up and leave, man. No, that's like, that, yeah, man. Slap him. That is like a major pet peeve of mine. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's like fucked up, man. I know. I... <laughs> we had a kid yeah. sitting in front of us. I think he was like maybe six, and he was just like, every time Finn was like displayed on the screen, he was like, yeah, get him, Finn. And I was like, kid, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, I got to tell you something. I had this little fucking kid next to me, right? And the whole time, like anytime like it showed Ray, he's like, oh, Princess Leia. And it's and, what? Yeah, the whole time he was, and like he's like, "Hey, it's Princess," because it was like. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, maybe I think he kept hearing his dad shush him. I don't. Yeah, think his dad. Yeah, there were two. There was two. I guess they were brothers or friends. I don't know what they were. And like the dad on the end, and he's like, "Shh, shh," because like they would talk every time. They're like, "Oh, Princess Leia." Oh, uh, oh, that's Han Solo, and it was like totally somebody fucking random and not Solo. I was like, "What?" But, <laughs> but yeah, uh. Yeah, that was pretty annoying. Like the entire time, the entire time. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that they were doing that. Yeah, you didn't hear him because uh, he was telling his friend, right, or brother, or whatever it was, right beside him. So. An, it, it is an acquired skill to be able to tune other people out in yeah. the theater when you are trying to pay close attention to what is going on. Yeah, and it, it is an acquired skill. You have to practice it because if you go in there firsthand and then that happens, you're going to be distracted. Yeah, right. and it was right off the beginning, too. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking rough. But anyway, uh, I didn't give my thoughts yet. Real quick, my thoughts. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I From from the very beginning to the very like the very end, the final scene was fucking great, too. I, the final scene was fantastic. Uh, I can't think of too many things that I didn't like, but I know we're going to be getting into like what we didn't like and what we did like in a minute. But overall, I, I loved it. It was definitely... Easily one of the top Star Wars movies I've seen ever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, first tell them about your little bathroom story real quick. Oh, so I mean, well, f- okay, okay. Well, when, first, when I go to when I go to movies, typically all I get are nachos and water. Like I don't really get much else. 
Um, it's a really weird combination. Well, I don't. I'm not a huge soda. Excuse me, soda drinker. So you know, I get like a big bottle of water. But I because there was like nine previews, you know, and we were sitting in the theater before the preview started. I had to go to the bathroom like halfway through the movie. So after the battle on uh, at Maz Kanata's, uh, oh, is it Nathism? Yeah, I forget the planet name, but a- I think after, that's how you pronounce it. A- after the battle on on her planet at the bar uh, or at the temple or whatever, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is probably a good time. It's a lull. I'll have a minute to go to the bathroom. I get to go to the bathroom. I come back, and then at the end of the movie, Jake's like, "So you missed something pretty important when you went to the bathroom, right?" And I thought he was joking because it's like, how could something important happen after that? Like that's 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 the important thing. How could they like mm-hmm. you know double up on it? So I guess I missed the part when Kylo Ren's talking to Darth Vader's helmet. <laughs> yeah, he missed yeah, that part of the movie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> God. So oh, I'm God. going again on Wednesday, and I won't be going to the bathroom during that scene. So. But I noticed. You've went, every time we go to the movies, you have went to the bathroom in every single every single time. I how, it, how do I you go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie? I've never once in my life went to the bathroom in the middle Jake, of the movie. Jake, you also never had crumb cake until I moved in with you. So that's true. But <laughs> there there are things that you do and don't do that is just very strange. So crumb how cake. is that strange? I paid. So, is that something like from the north? See, look, this guy don't know. Boom. He you absolutely know what crumb cake is. Don't lie to me. See. Come on, so, I know anyway. we're brothers I've from different lives. See, Travis and Elias Co- haven't had it. Coffee Boom. Cake. Coffee cake. Nah, I can't say that I had that. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, I yeah. Cake, I, I go to. The, I mean, dude, you should see me on planes. I go to the. Uh, on the plane ride home, it was an hour. I went to the bathroom twice. I go to the you bathroom a lot. Deuce. You're crazy. I can't do it in the middle of the movie. Anyway, anyway, let's get going. All right. What are some of your favorite scenes from the movie? What are some of your worst scenes? Like something. I. John, you said you had stuff that you didn't like. What the what the hell? Let's start with stuff we didn't like first. What the hell did you not like? And by the way, yes, uh, there will be spoilers in this that we haven't said already. Right. There will be spoilers, so boom. I have an well, issue. I, I don't want to start with stuff that I don't like. Yeah, I agree. Because the stuff that I don't like is sort of minor, and I'm assuming will be explained later. So I'll start with something that I did like. Okay, well, we'll start with stuff we did like then. Um, uh, not to get on a big, like... Like feminism tip or anything, but like I really liked that Ray turned out to be the Jedi, and she was the one. Like she's stronger than everyone else, and like I thought that was really really smart because, again, you know, not to compare this to the prequels, but Padme was like a waste of a character. Like she, there were so many opportunities to use Padme to use Padme, like a really strong way, and they sort of just like led her by the wayside to just be like the helpless girl, and it's like. No, man, like, you have Princess Leia, who becomes a general, and is, like, commanding the rebellion in the first three movies, and yeah, don't get me wrong, like, she was turned into Slave Leia, which is kind of crazy, back in the 80s, but, like, <laughs> as a character, she is a strong character, like, she she's strongly written, she's not, even in A New Hope, like, she was the one bossing everybody around, like, she's, she's the shit, like, she's Princess Leia, and then, in the prequels, Padme was just, like, Aside from like shooting a blaster in episode one, she really didn't do anything. Yeah, so, so I was about to say she wasn't completely. I mean, she would like she was leading like a command going into. Uh, uh, they were. I don't. I remember they had like a scene in a hallway where they had a firefight yes, in the hallway. Yes, where that's were they when going they go back, that? That's when they go back to Naboo uh, to mm-hmm. kidnap the guys, or not to kidnap the guys, but to capture the guys from the from the Trade Federation. And then that's when yeah. Obi Wan and Qui Gon fight Darth Maul. Right. 
that's the only time in episode two. I don't think she does anything in an episode. Nobody three, does. does nothing. Nobody does anything in fucking episode two. So, so I really liked that Ray was presented as a really strong character. Um, I mean, like her versus Kylo Ren with the lightsaber fight was just incredible. Uh, it's not the best lightsaber fight that they've ever done, but it it was really good. And then, so I really liked Ray as a character. But then that sort of feeds into something that I don't like and the fact that she is somehow so unbelievably strong with the Force, it makes no sense. And I'm right. really hoping that she's either like Kylo Ren's twin or Luke Skywalker's daughter or something. Like, she has to be someone. Yeah. No right. one can go from thinking that the Force and the Jedi are, and the Jedi are a complete myth to... Being able to pull off a Jedi mind trick on that was Daniel Craig, by the way, in that stormtrooper suit. Um, oh, when the it? mind trick one? Yes, that was oh. Daniel Craig. Um, huh. Yeah, that was just like a dumb cameo. Like it wasn't anything major. He's not. I don't think he's gonna be in the movies again. That was just like a sort of like one time thing. But um, hmm. like no one, no uninitiated Jedi performs a Jedi mind trick, keeps people out of their head, and then can fight with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I, I the, just, the, only, the only thing that I see of her in terms of the lightsaber fight, her having the experience to even wield the lightsaber is just the staff that she has at the beginning of the movie. You know, okay. I can see her kind of using those skills to help her along that way. Um, to add on to her strong character that you were talking about, John. You can see that she's had to really fend for herself oh, in, sure. in, what is it, uh, Jakku? Yeah. So that right there has built her personality into strong and very independent. And uh, mm-hmm. you, you can see that she's just her, that's where she gets her strength from. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the Force is a mystery at this point. You can, you can tell. I mean, if you see what's going around, it's dormant. The only person who really has it is Snoke. And Kylo Ren, and mm-hmm. it's obviously a mystery because when Kylo, uh, when they invade Jakku and they are looking for Poe, you know Poe shoots that blaster at him, and he, Kylo just stops it. Mid, <laughs> yeah, that mid, was mid fire. OD. That and, was you know, crazy. They're bringing, they're bringing yeah, Poe by, and you just see it panoramic go by, and Poe's just looking at it like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this, this shit ain't supposed to happen. Yeah. And so that tells you that they're not really familiar with the Force. I mean, what, it's been 30 years yeah. since Luke has gone in exile or vanished. That, that when, so, when, they, when they bring Poe and make him kneel before Kylo Ren, he's like, so who talks first? Do I talk? Do you talk? Like, what, yeah, what happens? Yeah. Right. That was so funny. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so when all of a sudden... Her force awakens either at the point where it, you can't really tell because Kylo and Snoke are talking about it, and Snoke brings it up. You must have felt the, somewhat an awakening, and Kylo's like, "Yes, I felt it on Jakku. Someone ha- is is has innate potential with the Force." Mm-hmm. Mm. They did a good job of that, though, too, because like you know, in the marketing scheme of things. Oh, it's uh, it all was, thin. It was, yeah, it was all thin. Like even right. in the previews, like when I saw him had the lightsaber, I was like, "Oh man, he's the Jedi!" Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And that's right? why, that's that's why Kylo stops and looks at Finn when he's in yeah, the stormtrooper. Exactly. Like, what's something's off with this with this stormtrooper? That's why he must have felt it to that point and looked at Finn, who was looking at him like, "You're fucking yeah. crazy, dude. You're a psychopath." And then, 
And then when he talks about the actual stormtrooper, he actually calls him out by name. Yeah. On that uh, Death Star. Two one eight seven. He knows who it is. He's like, mm-hmm. I know who fucked up. Yeah. Don't don't mess with me. I know who fucked up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when it's... in reality, he has no idea it's Ray. Yeah. One other small gripe that I have with the film. I thought you were talking about good stuff first. Well, I I did. I mean, Ray is like my favorite part of the movies. She's just such a good character, and but like the the one other thing was that, and this sort of feeds into what I brought up about Poe before, where like there were a little bit too, there were a few too many jokes in the movie. No, no, it it was getting a little not annoying, but it was just like the. I think the last joke they had was when they kidnapped Phasma, and that's another thing that I sort of annoyed me actually was that they promoted Phasma, Captain Phasma, a lot as like a big, you know. Basically, yeah. like a villain, and then she was in two scenes. She might be in more, but she might—I mean, might be right. No, no, yeah, she's going to be in episode eight. She's going to be in episode nine. Like, well, that's not confirmed, but like, uh, it, I think her and the, Finn will play a big part. The duping with Finn as the Jedi was good. Like that—that's mm-hmm. a good marketing flip flop because it's like, oh, it, here's a surprise. But with Phasma, it's more like here is this major character. Oh wait, no, she's only in two scenes. I think that she's done though. You think oh, she died so. in that room? They locked her in that room, and the fucking place blew up. Yeah, they threw her down the garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Oh, right. well, let's, not forget, let's not forget a New Hope. I think it was where Chewie, Chewbacca, and Han Solo were in the garbage. Well, they're all yeah, yeah. They're all in the garbage. That <laughs> yeah. that was the joke. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So so anyway, there were a couple too many jokes, and and like the one that really sort of like got on my nerves was when they when Chewie tackles Phasma, and then they have like uh, Finn has her at gunpoint. He's like, yeah, who's in charge now? Who's in charge now, Phasma? And it's like, come on, dude! Like, really? No, he's been—he's was saying a lot of funny stuff throughout the whole movie. It's not like that was out of character or anything. I thought that was a little much. But you gotta realize, man, this is this, this is this is Finn's like real first adventure. You know, brought oh, yeah. up sure. as a stormtrooper, he's like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I think he's able a good character, to, but just let no, loose. That's one yeah, of the I things that I want to character, but I just. The, the joke sort of annoyed me after a while. So that's one of the things that I wanted to say that one of the big things I really like about this movie is the comedy, the joke stuff were fantastic throughout the movie. Yeah, they that were tied in my, really well. Okay. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things about the movie was all like all the jokes were so like <laughs> sanitation. <laughs> that's not how the force works. That's yeah, not how any I, of this works. <laughs> exactly. Everything was just it wasn't like random out of nowhere and like Oh, sure. Yeah. It, I mean, don't like there it was funny. There were funny parts. Yeah. But that one Phasma thing sort of irritated me. It, at at that point, I was thinking, okay, enough. Like we get it. Like there is humor in this movie. Fine, but I maybe. Know. But I don't know. I I really like the all the comedy bits in there. That one included. But that was one of the that's one of the things that I was surprised about because they they had to break up the action with some stuff and without with the drama, the action. Of course, they had to throw in some good comedy because I mean they they've always had good comedy stuff. Usually coming from Solo, but. If, and then finally, uh, one of the bigger things that I liked about it or loved about it was that um, it sets up the other movies very well. Um, it leaves a lot open. It leaves a, it ends on a big cliffhanger with uh, Ray finding Luke. And, you know, we have to wonder what has Luke been doing on that island for the past 20, 25 years? Like, has he turned into Yoda and just gone a little crazy, or has he just been training? Because he's, he's been I, eating. That's what he's been doing. That motherfucker guy, put look, on some pounds. Bit, he looked a bit crazed. Well, he looked, yeah. he looked at his eyes like this guy done lost it. He's car carrying crazy. 
But I mean, he he had to have known that Han died. He had to. He knows that Kylo Ren is doing what he's doing. He has to know about Snoke. Like, if Snoke is the one that seduced Ben, then you know, and turned him into Kylo Ren, then you know, Luke has to know. So I'm hoping, praying to God, that he's just been like sitting on that island, training and like coming up with some new Force powers. It's gonna like blow our minds in Episode Eight. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, it, it leaves a lot open. And, you know, Finn, incapacitated, what's going to happen with him? Um, you know, what role will Leia play in Episode 8 and 9? How's Chewie going to do? Now that R2's up and C-3PO has been introduced and, you know, they're roaming around together in the Millennium Falcon, what are they going to do? Like, it sets up so much. Mm-hmm. And it, it leaves it open to, to, like, so many different possibilities of, of where the story can go. And now we know that Kylo Ren's going to be undergoing his own training. You know, with Snoke, it's time to complete his training. He said so. It just leaves so much open for Episode Eight and Nine. And if you take a look at the first installment of the of the previous two trilogies, A New Hope doesn't end on a cliffhanger. Aside from the fact that Darth Vader may not be dead, and that's fine because Star Wars was meant to be Star Wars. It wasn't originally meant to be a trilogy, and that's fine. You know, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi are great films. You know, but with Phantom Menace. That ended on like the most, uh, it, it ended basically the most obvious way it could have with they need to train the boy. Like we mm-hmm. knew that the original prequel trilogy was about a character that we knew existed and we need to figure out, like we needed to be told the story of how, like we needed to be told his life story. So the, the breaking points of episodes one through three were pretty obvious. Whereas in seven, eight, nine, this is a brand new story with brand new characters. Sure, you know, you have Han, Leia, Luke, and Chewie, you know, and maybe others, you know, thrown in there. But these are stories about Finn, Rey, Kylo Ren, Snoke. Like, these are new characters, new stories. And it just, like, there's so much creative freedom that these people can take with it. And I'm really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's my spiel. What was one of your favorite scenes, Travis, or favorite parts from the movie? <clears throat> I mean, uh, Finn really caught my eye, like, early on. I mean, I kind of, like, uh, I want to say related to him a little bit. Uh, I mean, he's just really a really funny character. I mean, you know, I like, a little too funny maybe on some parts, but, I mean, he, <laughs> he was pretty hilarious. You know, <clears throat> like, uh, when he uh, broke out, uh, what's his name, Poe, uh, from, uh, you know, the Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, I'm going to break you out. And he goes, like, it was like, you know, Pogo's like, why are you doing this? Goes like, uh, because it's the right thing to do. And Pogo's <laughs> yeah. like, you need a pilot, don't you? Goes like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all good stuff. And man. then they're like walking down the, you know, down the hangar bay. And he's like, just uh, act calm, act natural and stuff. I was like, I am acting calm. He was like, I'm, no, I'm talking to myself. It was just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those little things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was such a funny character. I mean, you know, he, he kind mm-hmm. of livened the scene. I mean, every scene of him just seemed really fast paced and, you know, very lively, mm-hmm. really like almost you know, like frantic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sure. Especially like when he was telling BB-8 that he was not really part of Resistance, mm-hmm. and he's trying to tell BB-8, yes, just tell Ray that you know where uh, where the base is, so we go ahead and get you there. You know, that was one of my favorite like, scenes so of the movie. He is cringing. He is cringing. <laughs> he's <laughs> not going to tell him. He's like, come on, man, just tell her. And then he finally caves and he gives him some thumbs up. And then the BB-8 gives the lighter thumbs up. Oh my yeah, god, it was so good. I was laughing. Yeah, that so that like that gave BB-8 humanity. Like yeah. that, this mm-hmm. thing is more than just a droid. Yep, that was and that was like one. It's a bro. One of it's my favorite yeah. scenes in the movie, right there, when he was trying to talk to her or convince BB-8. Yeah, that's hilarious. What about you, Lies? What were one of your favorite uh what favorite scenes? 
I think uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is where they're on planet Nathism and the First Order has arrived and then Finn's trying to you know, run across the battlefield and the Resistance arrives and then you see Poe in the background of the panoramic and Finn's running in the foreground and, and in yeah. the background it's like a one take. You just see Poe just destroying all these TIE fighters and stuff and it's just like, holy fuck, this shit is so good. Mm-hmm. And it finally stops and Finn's like, that's what I'm talking about. That's a damn pilot right there. Yep. <laughs> just like, fuck yeah, dude. That was just such mm-hmm. shot really well. Finn is almost like an active audience member. Yeah, like as a character, like Mm -hmm. he he knows what's going on. Is so insane. He's there to hype the audience up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that was favorite scene. That was really good. And actually, the funny thing is, during that whole battle and whatnot, one of my least favorite things happened during that battle of the whole movie. Uh One when Finn actually had the lightsaber and popped it out, and he went one on one with that stormtrooper, and he pulled out that little fuck. I don't know what it was. The little like, um, the baton. The baton. Like I guess a, though. The stun baton. Yeah. Yeah. It like, like a it, photon. It was like yeah. Some, it some popped kind of... out, and it was it, it. It seemed to have like electric electricity in it or something. But yeah. how did that withstand the lightsaber? Like, I why wouldn't That's the lightsaber just fucking probably just... what it's designed for? But there was no lightsabers. Why would they be designed for that? But well, I mean, lightsabers can't cut through anything. First though. order, though. I mean, it's, Look, who's... there's some things you can't cut through. Well, yeah, Good. and also in Star Wars Rebels, which is canon, they there are things aside from lightsabers that can fight with, like, can fight against lightsabers. But I mean, I'm unless those were in that lightsabers haven't been around, so they wouldn't have built that to specifically fight what, against. What, lightsabers. What's what's Kylo Ren using? Lightsaber. Right. Yeah. So lightsaber that's still the, exists. That's the only one. But it doesn't matter. They need to be able to fight against that knowing yeah. that they exist. I mean, look who's look who's the mastermind behind this. We're talking about Snoke. Yeah, and Kyle. You don't Ray think was... he's gonna prepare for, for countermeasures? By Luke Skywalker? The, uh, yeah, the Jedi who actually, trained yeah. Kylo Ren. Right, yeah, they're actually looking for Luke Skywalker the whole time. That's like their main yeah. purpose like uh yeah. Kylo Ren's main purpose right there. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe so maybe think... not. It just it seemed for me when I was watching it and that dude busted that thing out and started beating the shit out of Finn, I'm like... Maybe I don't know. It, maybe if it's I were... because it's different. Like, that's new to this <clears throat> era of Star oh, Wars. Oh, I like new stuff. Go... I mean, it's just... No, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm saying maybe the reason why you thought that it was weird is because <laughs> it's, it's very different compared to what we've seen in the past six movies where nothing aside from a lightsaber can go against another lightsaber. Yeah, that's why. I'm used to pe- hitting people with a lightsaber and they fucking disappear. Right. But yet, he hits this thing and it fucking just knocks it away. Like, just, it yeah. doesn't do anything. It's like, completely counters it. Yeah, yeah. It, it may have a crystal in it. Like it Honestly, may... though, a, a, uh, an experienced Jedi would have just demolished that dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. I would have like ermacked him, like, five times, up and down. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there would have been, been no contest. Fucking ermac. And how experienced was Finn with that lightsaber? I was like, damn, this dude should not be blocking all this shit. He did, he did pretty good with that thing. He did pretty yeah. good. He hit a enough. Jedi. He landed a hit on a Jedi. Well, I have a he, qualm he about land, that. He landed a hit on an untrained Jedi. Well, Because we don't know when, when Ben left and became Kylo Ren. We don't he, know how much he was trained. He was kind of trained. And also, remember, he was also hurt. He got shot by a Chewie. Yeah, yeah. He, was he, was, he was bleeding. That's, that's the only reason why I think, like, they I made him lose. Reasons. They well, made him lose that fight. You can say. Yeah, here's what I think. He got shot by like Chewy, mm-hmm. uh, untrained Jedi, and the fact he's letting his emotions overtake. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. He gets yeah. like, if you if you lose your mind or 
men- it's a mental game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's throwing thing. temper tantrums twenty minutes prior. Yeah, and Stormtrooper's like, yeah, we're totally walking the other way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here's the great. Keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind a dark, uh, the dark side, you know, a Sith or whatnot, you're supposed to give in to your emotions when you're, like, being towards the dark side. The light sure. side, you're not really supposed to give in to your emotions. Sure. So that should have played a big factor into that, you know, <clears throat> him going into his emotions. But also the fact that he was, like, when he was making the confession to... The Darth Vader's mask, which you missed out on, yeah, John. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was saying he was going toward like he had uh, some impulses. With him, you know, going like feeling the light side in him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of like you know diminished his uh, power with the dark side mm-hmm. quite a bit. Okay. You know? See, I thought. Uh, well, I don't want to go into it fully, but whenever he killed Han, uh, Han I thought that was like his full-on boom. All right, oh, yeah. I just like all right now. Now I'm fucking dark side. That's why. That's the one transfer transformation that I thought was the like the final factor. It was uh, almost like a gang initiation. Like you've got to kill somebody close to you. Yeah, and like boom, that fucking did it. And it, even like yeah, I, I mean, and I, yeah. Snoke made it like such a big deal. Like we'll see if you're able to do it. But this dude did yeah. it in cold blood. Like no problem. Yeah, hello, he he yeah, did. man. He kind of did. I no even learned that, that scene. Well, no, 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 no. He yeah. did it because he was given permission to do it. Oh, from his dad, like his dad gave yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he tricked Han Solo to saying, "I'll do anything," and like he didn't give him the full understanding of what he meant. Come on, man, we yeah. knew, we, we no, knew no. Han knew. I know. Well, no, I mean, he may not have known, but I think he... no, I, I don't think he knew. I don't think. <clears throat> yeah, he, I don't. I, I think he knew not. that he could have gone in there and died, but I don't think he knew that he was going to die when he stepped on. Like we knew that he was going to die the minute. Oh, I... Anytime you step yeah. on a catwalk and there's there's, there's an object in front of you preventing you from crossing, you're going to die. But yep. if if you like really like this, this may not be the case. But like the way that I interpreted it and a couple of my friends interpreted it was that Ben is asking for permission to relieve himself of the conflict, and mm-hmm. Han Solo says, "I'll do anything to help you." And he says, okay. And then, then he kills him. Like, he needed permission to do it. Because he needed to know that his father was willing to help him solve whatever problem he had internally. And Ben thinks that by killing him, that solves the problem. Isn't right. Han just a nice guy? And Han already knows that Kylo's on his way to the dark side. Yeah, I mean, he when he was talking to Leia, it seemed like he knew... He's, he's a lot more practical than Leia. Yeah. <laughs> he's accepted it. Yeah. And then you got Chewbacca going Super Saiyan all of a sudden can hit any shot he wants with the I fucking know, right? blaster. Yeah. That had to be the longest range shot ever. But the crossbow. That's true. He had that badass crossbow. I like this thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, look, all these quotes that were thrown out are all the fucking funny parts. Uh, I know, I know, I know. It still bugs me a little, but how does that bug you? It's it, so I good. think it's really just a phasma thing, like I thought that was a little bit much. Yeah. God, I, I I can kind of see how you say that, but I had a I had a qualm with what John was saying, where uh, in agreement with him that how do you wake up and all of a sudden you know a Jedi mind trick and you're able to, you know, oh, fuck yeah. ha- help have someone help you escape? Yeah, yeah, you know, well, I just don't get it. You're yeah. not that was way I understand little. Understand maybe a prodigy. So what I was talking about with my friends last night was. Maybe when Kylo Ren is searching Ray's mind for the map and like using whatever force power he's using on her, mm-hmm. that may have awoken some innate abilities in her 
But again, like a Jedi mind trick, I feel is something that you don't know to do unless someone shows it to you. Didn't take right. Luke like, like a hey, by time the way, we can do this. Like Jedi can manipulate the the weak minded. That seems like you, you need to come at least be accepted into a higher level before you even allowed to even be shown that trick. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Didn't How would take... you even know that trick existed? Right. That, yeah, exactly. That, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Problem. We're talking about 30 you know? years, man. 30 How would years. you know? How would you know? Well, she the only time the we ever actually we saw that twice in the original trilogy. I mean, Qui Gon Jinn did it a bunch of times, but we saw it twice in the original trilogy. Obi Wan does it to the stormtrooper in Mos Eisley in A New Hope, and then uh, Luke does it in Return of the Jedi, Jedi yeah. when he's in, when he's going to Jabba's. Only times you've, only times you've ever. <laughs> Qui Gon does it. and I want to say, oh, Obi Wan does it in the bar in Attack of the Clones when he says, "You don't want to sell me death sticks. Yeah. You want to go home and rethink your life." And then I think Qui Gon does it once in. Phantom Menace. So, like, again, like, it's not something super common, and for someone who didn't know, or who thought that the Force, the Jedi, the Sith, everything was a myth, well, I don't know about it. know how to do that? Maybe she thought it was, like, a legend. Like, it might be a legend. Like, she believes it is true, but it's just... Isn't that what a myth is? Well, a myth, well, uh, I guess so, but also something that, like, eh, that's a myth that's not real. But a legend more right. like yeah, that's okay, real. Yeah. It, right, 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 right. But we're saying the same thing. But like, yeah, so mm-hmm. she may have believed that it was real, but how would she know how to do that? Yeah, because that was... Uh, that was force, you- force grab, I can give her. That's sort of an obvious thing. Like, you see that you can control things with your mind, fine. Yeah. You want to force grab something, cool. But a Jedi mind trick is a little much for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm hoping in episode eight... Dude. Luke's like, oh, by the way, you're my daughter. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I think that's easy I know, writing. Man. I wouldn't be too fond of that sort of storyline, but she's mm-hmm. an engineer, man. What does that look mean? At, look at, look at how her, how uh, her and Han were meshing with. Oh, the they whole... were driving. They were driving. Yeah, yeah. she's mm-hmm. gonna build a sick lightsaber, dude. <laughs> it's gonna be three sides. <laughs> <laughs> be fucking hula hoop. Oh, I got a question real quick about her and lightsabers and shit. Sure. Uh, did she ever use her pole as a lightsaber? No. Now she why? Used the pole... No. In in combat though. Yeah, but in all the art, I've seen her pole is actually a lightsaber. No, it's not. Oh. It, in the artwork, it's just on the same Maybe angle as Kylo Ren's a lightsaber. lightsaber. Are you sure? Yeah. Maybe I'll, it would become a double-edged lightsaber. <laughs> it looks like. I feel like I've seen her pole as a lightsaber somewhere. Maybe on the poster because it's That's like maybe on right fan, in line. It could no, be on like some sort of fan art or something it's, like no, that. No, here's, here's what you're seeing. She's holding it at the same exact angle of Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Yeah. So it looks like it, they're meshing. Yeah. It, okay. that's all it is okay. it's not it's not a lightsaber though i don't even think it has like an energy field it could be foreshadowing though man it could be it that could would be awesome and that's another that's like such another thing too is like yeah. on all the promotional material all they ever showed holding a lightsaber was kylo ren and finn mm-hmm. and then it winds up that rays of the jedi it's like oh that's so good yeah all these little hidden yeah. easter eggs in the poster mm-hmm. it's so good it's enticing yeah so all right you guys want to go a little bit more in depth into like one of the b- biggest things probably of the movie was Han's uh, Han's death. Sure. So I know Travis, oh, yeah. you said you had some stuff you wanted to talk about. You said you think it was like because he didn't want to do any more movies or didn't want to do the movie. No, I, I, you know, before Harrison Ford like even signed on to do this movie, mm-hmm. or even before Disney got a hold of it, you know, <clears throat> he was like pretty much standoffish on anything that was. Like Star Wars related, I'm pretty sure he was the same thing with like any other movies he's done in the past. You know, 
<clears throat> like he didn't go to any of the conventions or whatnot that they probably had or whatnot, and like he just never talked about it at all. And then when they did the uh, anniversary for Empire Strikes Back, he went to that. That was like the first real big thing he's ever done with Star Wars since doing the movies. Mm-hmm. And he said he really enjoyed it. And then uh, you know, I mean, I kind of brought him back to being a. Uh, being involved with Star Wars, and then this comes out. He's all Disney comes with it, saying they're they're buying it, and then first thing they say is we're doing new movies. I was like flipping out. I was like, holy shit! So, and the fact that they got freaking Harrison Ford to sign Dude. on to it, endless. So, yeah, it was it was amazing. So you think they killed him off though because he didn't want to do it? Is that what you're saying? I, I think that he didn't want to make a three film commitment. Okay, so you think that. Is. Okay. He 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 wanted it to be done, and I think it was uh, Return of the Jedi, right? I think he I think he, yeah, he uh, was making yeah, a big he, deal that he wanted to be killed in Return of the Jedi, or like uh, what was it? Empire Strikes Back, at least I think is what it was. Empire I think I think um, the Carbonite plot was because they weren't sure if he was going to return. Yeah, that's right. That is yeah. true. I remember that. So you know, he was he was already like you know. Already foot out the door, like with Empire Strikes Back, okay. and then you know Return of the Jedi. So, you know, and I think that you know him being a little older, you know, yeah, well, like yeah. He, he's guy is old. It was time, you know? man. I mean, I th- I think that the story has to go on. Sorry, go ahead, John. I think that him dying was important for a few reasons. One, it's it it sets the stakes of this trilogy, like. If Han Solo can die, anyone can die. Like, mm-hmm. it could be Finn, it could be Rey, it could be Leia, it could be Luke. Doesn't matter. Anyone can die in this film now. Oh, yeah. Because this isn't just a fan service. Like, yeah, sure, like, don't get me wrong. Like, this is a fan service film. Like, there was a lot of stuff that was in this movie that didn't need to be in this movie that were simply there for the fans. A lot of nods to the, to the original trilogy and the, the original characters. Like, mm-hmm. why is Akbar even in this film? Like, he doesn't need to be there, but... He needs to, he's there because yeah. people want to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But knowing that Han Solo can die means that no one is safe. And it's almost like a Game of Thrones situation where it's like, uh, like the director, like Ryan Johnson, who's directing 8 and 9, can turn around and have Luke die in the first five minutes of the next film. Yeah. yeah. And uh, going back to the Disney acquisition of uh, Star Wars, I mean, when they went ahead and like just expunged all that uh that canon that they had uh, the, uh, on the expanding universe mm-hmm. from like uh six and on i mean like you when you when you did that you got rid of a lot of characters that i went through a lot like in the expanding universe chewy chewbacca dies like you know a moon like lands onto the planet like collides with planet or whatnot <laughs> and he's still on that planet he's dead he's gone yeah oh, you wow. know mar jade like Luke's wife in that book series dies, like you know, oh wow, like by mm-hmm. like uh, what was it? Actually, by Han Solo's son, Jason Solo. You know, Jason. Like so, yeah, Jason Solo. I wonder so, why they changed. I wonder why they changed names. Well, I mean, okay, so I mean, you gotta, I, you know, they just these are new characters, man. You can't really think of the old canon. Okay, that's, that's why it's so like, exciting. Yeah, so yeah. and I was really mad when they decided to get rid of the old game, but you know they needed to for these movies. Yeah, they they they're so they, much established. Yeah, they yeah for the past twenty five thirty years there have been probably like a hundred books, countless amount of comics that set up you know 
so many characters, so many planets, so many galaxies, and they were never like that. That was considered canon, but for like the average movie-going audience, that's not something that they would ever know about. So they can't mm-hmm. make feature films off of that and expect it to do well. So yeah, by throwing it like they need, it sucks, but it, they they needed to throw all that out. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just that's crazy that Chewie dies. I'd never knew that. That's yeah. Nuts. You know, they were like, they said they needed to have somebody die in the series, so they were like, well, who are we gonna do? I mean, you can't have a major character. They were a little chicken shit on like killing off a major cast character in that whole uh, spiel. So, well, we'll, go, we'll kill Chewie. He can't even speak English, you know. I mean, I guess that's how. I guess that's how <laughs> yeah. it happened. You know. <laughs> like all he does is bark, guys. You know? Yeah. Shit. And even Chewie was funny in this movie, though. Yeah. Like, now, I, I wonder what that means for Boba Fett in this trilogy. Oh, good call. I didn't, because I didn't even think Han, about Han and Boba Fett had a lot of run-ins in, in the extended universe. Yeah. Huh. So, hmm. like, Boba Fett actually survives uh, his uh, fate in uh, the Starlight. But then he falls in again. <laughs> yeah, like, happens That's again. That's a bad fucking look. Really? Yeah, I he's a klutz. That. Like, he's not a good bounty hunter. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. So he's still alive and everything. Well, in the expanded universe, yes, he 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 was alive. He di- wow. he dies eventually. See, I don't he... even remember what where he, his last scene was. Like, was he in Return of the Jedi? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah, he falls into the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> oh, that's right. So he dies, right? <laughs> so he doesn't die though. He he doesn't, he doesn't die. Oh, like, it, okay. The Sarlacc takes right. like over like yeah. it takes like centuries to digest somebody. C three PO says it. So like it takes centuries to d- actually digest uh, mm-hmm. a human, so he doesn't actually die. Hmm. Yeah, he'll probably die of starvation or dehydration or something yeah. before anything else happens. So it's pretty pretty tragic. Yeah, I mean he's got body armor on, so you know. You know, I miss. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm missing an important part. I had to use the restroom also. Oh, you son of a bitch! How do you I, people I, do I it? I think I got I got up whenever they were describing or explaining why. Kylo Ren is who he is and his run-in with Luke. I missed that whole part. So Luke was training like the new generation of Jedi. Okay. And Leia and Han sent Ben off to train with him. And then there was... It wasn't explicitly stated that it was Ben or Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. But apparently one of Luke's apprentices uh, killed all the other Jedi. Mm-hmm. Or like went around killing Jedi, and it's assumed that that boy is Kylo Ren. Um, and then... Maybe it's not. Could not it may, maybe it's not. It could... Um, and then Han and Leia, this happened at a sort of a different time, maybe, in the film, but uh, Leia was saying, like, the minute we lost... Uh, Han was saying, like, I should have never let him go. Oh, yeah. And then Leia was like, it, it wasn't you. Like, Snoke is the one who turned him. And then she said something like, you know, the minute that I the minute that I let him go was when we lost him or something like that. So, yeah, it was explained over the sort of like the course of the movie. Leia was saying that the minute they let Ben go to train with Luke was when they lost him. But for Han not to blame himself for Ben turning to the dark side because she was saying that it was Snoke who. Mm-hmm, right. um, yeah, so I that actually makes me feel like in either episode eight or nine, we're going to get some sort of flashback of Snoke either appearing you know, in front of Luke and Ben or, you know, so, like Snoke actually having like some sort of physical presence in front of, you know, Ben Solo when he's young. Yeah. Let's talk about Snoke for a second, because 
who the who is he? Like, has he ever been referenced ever, or did he come out of nowhere? Does anybody no, know who he is? Luke and Leia's son. Uh, sorry, Han and Leia's son. Snoke. Snoke. Oh, Snoke. Sorry, Snoke. I thought he said Ben. No, no, no. Like, Snoke. What? Yeah, duh. No, like, where did he? <laughs> no, no. Where did Snoke come from? Like, we don't know. He's just some we random dude that just rules over everybody. Well, when Emperor Palpatine was destroyed, the Empire wasn't destroyed. Mm-hmm. The, the the last remaining Sith was destroyed, Come but on. yeah, the, the the Empire wasn't destroyed. So the First Order is just a faction of the Empire that got fragmented after the Emperor died, mm-hmm. and Snoke is the supreme leader of the First Order. Yeah, but no, he has never been referenced before. There are rumors that he is actually Darth Plagueis because he looks and Darth Plagueis. Um, was Palpatine's master. And that's not extended universe. Like that is referred oh, yeah. to in episode three. And um He's never Palpatine, shown. No. Uh Palpatine tells Anakin the story of Darth Plagueis and how Darth Plagueis could create life um and almost like a form of resurrection. Uh and like could never die. And then Palpatine kills him, which is often the case with Sith, is that the apprentice kills the master. Mm-hmm. So Palpatine kills Plagueis but then there are rumors, not rumors, but there's a theory that Palp, that something like Palpatine creates Anakin and Anakin is Darth. So, sorry, Darth Plagueis gives life to Anakin's mother. Because if you remember in episode one, when Qui-Gon says, who's the father? The uh, Anakin's mother says there was no father. So it's, it's thought among people that Darth Plagueis basically created Anakin Skywalker out of nothing because that was an ability that he had. Um, he knocked that bitch up. That happened. Cannon. Right. Cannon. Uh, he, so he planted it. <laughs> so that, that's why the Skywalkers are so powerful and why Anakin, like, you know, was easily seduced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Snoke, as far as we know right now, movie canon is just brand new. Just some random dude that's like, I oversee everything. I, I look like fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I sit on this fucking throne and I yeah. look down on you. And yeah. John made a funny point. It'd be funny if they did a Wizard of Oz move and that Snoke was Snoke was really like a fucking midget. It was really small. He's got to be. He absolutely has to be. Yeah. I mean, why would you portray yourself that big in a hologram status? You yeah. know what I mean? To, to That's towering over kind of... Yeah. That would, be, that would be hilarious, though, if he, like, what if he was, like, the size of Gollum and fucking just crawled around on shit, <laughs> and he just sat on a throne. But where's he at? I remember he said, uh, he told the general or whoever it was to bring Ben and come and come to me. Did, did he ever reference where they're at? I don't think so. Oh, nope. No. I'm assuming on some, it might be that uh, the planet from Star Wars, the Old Republic, the Sith planet, where a lot of the Sith temples are. It Have could they- be that, if that's considered canon. You know, there's a possibility that maybe Kylo wasn't the one that destroyed all those other Jedi in, in training. Maybe there's a mysterious figure in the shadows. Yeah, it could be Benicio del Toro. In the maybe like movie. Uh, <laughs> he saw that. Uh, be, he's supposed to be playing a new villain, I guess. Is what? he really? Yeah, that's uh, that's what it's being keyed as in the uh, the new script. Oh, because in they did a skit on SNL a few weeks ago. Where it was like fake auditions for episodes. Oh seven. yeah, and somebody and uh, one of the guys did Benicio del, del Toro. That's I thought oh, that man, was a joke. Hilarious. 
No, he's uh he's in the new movie and uh oh, wow. uh I guess he's like been like he's what's funny was he said something about it though. <clears throat> but uh yeah, he's uh it's he's rumored to be the villain. But he made a tweet about something about that like uh when he read the script, he says, I don't know if he's a villain or talking about this uh, character, he says, I don't know if he's the villain a villain. Uh people are saying that, but it's like they read a different script than I had read. It's nice to keep people in the dark. A little bit of mystery is good. I want, uh, if they want to believe it's a vi- uh, this guy's a villain, then good. Hmm. So you know he thinks that this guy's like fucking pretty cool or whatnot or whatnot. Cool. So Very I cool. I like that. I like that he's that he's doing that. He's like getting people to think. Yeah, that would be interesting if they brought a new character in like that. Like that actually was the one that slaughtered everybody. What? But what if you think just for a second? What if it was Ray? Now just think. I see, I see what you're saying. Just think it's like for a an, like an amnesia thing. Remember she got. Remember, she's on that other planet. Maybe they like fucking put her there because she did all that. Maybe they threw her there. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it, but remember she got sent there. But like that's where they sent her after she did all that. And you're going too much, Jason Bourne here. Yeah. But and then that's I mean, why. Remember, wait, hold on, real real quick. Remember when Luke turned around and he was like, "Oh fuck!" when he saw her. Like, what if that's like, "Oh fuck!" Like she killed <laughs> she's everybody here to kill me. and she just showed up. He looked pretty fucking. She's here to finish uh, the job. I, I, no, I he think that expression is like, "How the fuck did this bitch find me?" No, he was. He had that song, uh, "Billy Jean, not my love." God. Okay. Don't show that on YouTube. <laughs> oh, cut that, Duncan. But uh, I'm, that that's just, of course, I don't know shit, and I just think, who knows? Who knows? No, I, I don't think that's it. Uh, although I am curious. Remember, I called. I called Solo Dine. You what? did. You called that. Oh, that was predictable, dude. That was so predictable. I didn't hear anybody else say that. Kate, even. My wife I don't know, was telling man. me, she's my wife said, "Oh, that's still predictable," and I don't really but, see her. Well, that was predictable after like Snoke says, "Hey, yeah, Kylo Ren, you're going to have to face your father." I mean, that after that, it yeah. was a done deal. I'm talking it before the movie. I was before the movie. Yeah. I was like, "Solo's gonna yeah. die." Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely. Once we got in the movie, you're like, "Okay, that fucker's dead." <laughs> well, that, that that sort of feeds into what I was saying earlier is of, of how like. The way this movie was written is that it, it leaves so much for episode eight and nine to like answer to, and it like leaves a lot of things open for us to wonder about. And that whole thing with Ray being dropped off on Jakku and like yeah. waiting for her, for like, her family to come back. A lot yeah, of like it seems like like a like a brother or I don't even know if a father was taken from her. Yeah, but. um, I would also want to bring this up. I was talking to John about this right after we seen it. Um, do you guys remember when she was? When she walked down into the little the basement and she saw the oh, lightsaber, yeah. and she had her flashbacks. There was a lot of those little scenes where I thought um, may have been, um, I don't know if you say flash forwards, but something that's going to happen in the in the movies to come. When um, she was down like down on her knees in front of uh, Ben, who was all in his whole Kylo Ren get up, and had like lightsaber with the stormtroopers behind him. Do you remember seeing that little like little flash in there? You're talking about when like. He's got his little like entourage behind him. Yeah, the and, wind, and, and she's standing there, and she's down on her knees right in front of him. And he's standing over top of her. It like that obviously didn't happen in the movie. And all the other there was a lot of scenes where like those things did happen. So I'm thinking maybe that might be something that does happen as we go. I, into I the think other movie. that was a yeah. I think that was a collage of flashbacks and flash forwards that was just overwhelming her and just mm-hmm. you know she was yeah. getting too much of more than she could handle. Mm-hmm. Had she seen Kylo Ren at that point? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. Mm-hmm. She didn't get anything at that point. That was the first time we ever like 
witness that she may be something to do with the force, I believe. That's interesting because I didn't realize that she hadn't seen Kylo Ren at that point. So how would she know what to think? Yeah, she wouldn't know what he looked like or anything. Okay. But now I sort of buy into your theory a little bit more. I, I wasn't mean, thinking that at the time of us talking about that. No. Apparently Ewan McGregor has a little voice cameo in that flashback, though. Does he? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Man, that's and another and thing Yoda. Brad about. heard Yoda. My friend Brad, he he heard Yoda. Yeah, I didn't hear Yoda. I heard like kids crying. That's or something. Somebody was yelling help. Or what was that? The thing that actually lured her down there Were that kids crying or screaming or something. Um, I felt it was, like it, was it was a girl screaming. A girl? Oh, the girl. Okay. Yeah. It was obviously her as a child. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, like something was being something like really important was being taken away from her. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe hey, no, she was maybe, Wednesday, maybe so she was gonna... being abandoned, dropped yeah. off. I mean, because look, why would you stay on Jakku? She you was know? waiting. She kept saying, "I'm waiting she for them to come back." For someone and that one, that one little fucking troll girl. She's like, "Hey, uh, you know they're not coming back." You, you know, know it could be the. She could have been left because either like maybe at maybe say she's Luke's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the shit that happens that kills the people he's training happens. And he's mm-hmm. like, man, I got to go. And, you know, you can't have fucking daughter with him because, like, you know, they could take her and then train her, become part of the dark side. Yeah. You know, how they kind of separated the two twins in, uh, what was it, episode three? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so. Uh, and I'm, I may be misunderstanding you. How can that have happened? You're saying that happened 30 years ago? I'm confused. Who? Who are you talking well, to? Well, Ben what's and Ray are the same, same age. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> oh, I'm saying is like you know, okay, say for instance that she's like Luke's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to happen 30 years ago, right? It had to happen like you know, say probably like about 20 years ago or something like that. You know, she looks like you know, yeah, she don't, yeah, she don't look 30. Yeah. Like you know, hey, he's probably had to you know talk to some chicks, you know, and then. Who's the, who's the mom? Who's the mom? Then? And, well, I mean, R. Jade, probably not. Yeah, R. Jade. Yeah. Who? Well, I mean, what I'm just trying to say is this: like, you know, the same scenario. They gotta get the kids away so they don't get, you know, influenced by the dark side, on stuff, become agents of the empire, or not agents of the empire, empire but agents of the dark side. Mm-hmm. You know, so and to do that is you gotta keep them away from uh, Luke. So. And I remember you were saying. Kylo Ren in this movie wasn't as bad as Anakin. Is that what you were saying, Troll? I mean, you were saying I something was about saying, that. I was I saying that so. Kylo Ren no way, wasn't as... Uh, Anakin's you know, killing kids. Yeah, Anakin's slaughtering children like who have no way of escaping. Like he, The door shuts behind him, and he's like, y'all are fucking dead. No, I think he's not as... Uh, he's not as like bitchy. Adole- adolescent as... Uh, That's because Anakin he has, like... The, the outside influence that Kylo is getting is just, you know... It's like ham- they're ham-fisting it into him. Yeah, whereas Anakin was more, like, tricked. Yeah, well, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm, keep in mm-hmm. also mind his upbringing, too, because, like, Anakin, you know, grew up in a hard life with his mother being a slave and him being a slave. Mm-hmm. And then he gets thrusted into being a part of, you know, a training class for the Jedi, you know, right off the right. bat. So strict discipline and all that stuff. <clears throat> and then, you know, he doesn't really have, like, a childhood, whereas he's... Uh, Kylo Ren, you know, he grows up, you know, being Han Solo and, you know, Leia Organa's, you know, son. But he still you has know. Skywalker blood in him. 
He still has Skywalker. Right, but what he's saying is that it's, it's a very upbringing. different upbringing condition. But that's because that's because I think they're, uh, spoiled the Empire slash First Order is like okay, we, we are going. We're going to just be straightforward with you. We're not going to trick you like we tricked your grandfather, <laughs> and because we saw how that turned out. And well, well they, that that's also another thing was that like I have a feeling that Kylo Ren does not know the end of Darth Vader. Like, I don't think he knows what actually happened to him. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of Return of the Jedi, he's redeemed. Like, he becomes Anakin Skywalker again, and he is, like, mm-hmm. he's the yeah. one who kills Emperor Palpatine. Like, Luke Skywalker is about to die. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Darth Vader's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No. Fucking military like, press. Yeah. Oh. But, but I, don't think, I don't think that Luke ever told anybody that, no, that, that mean, that's I how it ended. Luke... Yeah. And, and for think... that reason... Kylo Ren is like so obsessed with Darth Vader because he thinks that Luke killed him and you know like that you know Vader really had the right idea even though at the end Vader tells Luke like tell your sister you were right about me like you were right that those were his last words and he was turned back to the light side so I don't think Kylo Ren knows that there's another thing that beats me up about this whole series oh it looks like you're going to say something John go ahead no good okay another thing that beats me up about this whole series is that you don't see Obi-Wan, Yoda, Anakin, Force Ghosts at all. I mean... You mean like, this movie? Yeah. I mean, I was like... I'm okay. Like, they could have been chilling on the freaking island at the end having pina coladas or something. I mean, I would have been like, cool with that. <laughs> at least I'd be like, yo, I mean, come on, man. I don't think it's necessary at this stage. I think in 8 and 9, maybe. But I also think there, there's a couple of problems. So Yoda, I have no problem with being a Force Ghost. Um, but you have a problem with Anakin and Obi-Wan because Alec Guinness is dead, as is the actor who played uh, Anakin Skywalker, the original Anakin Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Both those actors are dead. So bringing Ewan McGregor back to be Obi-Wan as a Force ghost sort of goes against the Force ghost that Luke sees in Empire and Return of the Jedi. So, like, changing that character's actor is tough. And if they really need to use Obi-Wan as a force ghost, like to really like move a story arc along or something, then that's their only choice. Bringing in Anakin, putting Hayden Christensen in another Star Wars film yeah. is not a good idea. <laughs> okay, I, I give you that much. I give you that one right there. I wonder but, if he would I do mean, it. I don't I mean, mind Ewan McGregor. Like I'm a very yeah. big fan of Ewan McGregor. As an actor in general. Oh, he was great. I I wouldn't be super against him appearing as Obi-Wan, but I think it would just sort of be weird given the fact that in Empire and Return of the Jedi, Alec Guinness is the Force Ghost. And that's who he was speaking to. I think you could actually thank George Lucas for Six when he remade those because he did have, you know, freaking Hayden Christensen freaking Mm -hmm. as Anakin in that movie. Mm -hmm. He also had freaking, uh, what's else? What's else? Uh, Ewan McGregor as uh, Obi Wan. No, he didn't. Too. I'm pretty sure he did. He had Christensen. He did not have. I guarantee you. I'll look it up right now. But I yeah, yeah I've did. watched that. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to eat this one. I, I don't think that Ewan McGregor was there. I think it was still at Alec Guinness. I I don't think McGregor was there, but I I Christensen was there. Oh yes, he he absolutely was. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah that's was that's without a doubt. Yes. But let me look right now. This is the Blu-ray ending. Hold on. Yeah, I guess. Wait, you guys have? I'm pretty money. sure he was. How do you guys have it loaded up that quick? Because I know exactly what to look for. Jesus, that was like, but I mean, how did you load up the D, the Blu-ray that fast? That was insane. No, it's on YouTube. No, it's elegant. Yeah, I'm wrong. 
I'm wrong. Yeah, it's 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 Anakin, Yoda, and, and Alakin. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Hayden Christensen. Yoda and his cross-eyed self. Yeah, but they got Yoda. They got Hayden Christensen in there, which is pretty, uh, pretty beat up. I, I mean, I feel like the fact that since Lucas no longer has any involvement in it, it's God. it was like a brand new script. And it, a great it, script. This, this film was done by people who respected Star Wars. It was. And did not force feed you any story. It was all shown to you. The characters developed over time. Right. I strongly believe they know better than to put Hayden Christensen in another Star Wars film. Yeah. Then I, I, I don't. If they don't do it, then I don't think they just can't put him in. Yeah, well. Right. Then they then they cannot use Force Ghosts. I don't believe. Yeah. Well, Ewan McGregor is sort of the only stretch. Yoda, obviously, you could do whatever you want because tons of people can do Yoda's voice. That's not a hard thing. But yeah. Ewan, Ewan McGregor is the only stretch, and it, it's a stretch I'd be okay with. But it would really. It, it would be a little weird. It, it would be strange, but I'd be okay with it. I would not be opposed if they put uh, Hayden in there. <laughs> you're crazy. You, no, you're it, the person that loves fucking Dawson's Creek, too. No, okay? no. You're you better shut your mouth. No, <laughs> I don't like that. Anyway, uh, if they use him as that, they don't have anybody else. If they needed to so do it. So don't use him. I wouldn't have. I mean, if they needed to do it for any like specific storyline-wise, if they needed it. Because how are they going to do this without using anything with Vader? They're going to have to do something at some point. They're going to have to reference them or show them somehow. If, if Kylo Ren somehow turns back to the light side in episode 8 or 9, that would be about the only time I would ever need it. But I don't think it's necessary for Anakin Skywalker to, in any capacity to appear. I don't think it's necessary. But I'm saying if they did bring him back for that, I would not be like, no, I don't even want to. I don't even want to entertain the thought. I, I okay. like... I don't think Hayden Christensen is a terrible actor, and I've said this what? so many times. No, I'm serious because <laughs> every actor in that movie, maybe aside from Ewan McGregor, does a horrible job in those three films. Yeah, it is over directed. It is written poorly. If you watch any behind the scenes footage of Episode Three, George Lucas is force feeding everyone lines, and he there are so many clips of George Lucas talking to Hayden Christensen and being like, this is what Anakin's feeling right now. This is how he's going to be saying this. It's like, why not just let the actor act and figure the character out? Like, yeah. you, And that's that's why so many lines of that movie... Dude, Natalie Portman is an Oscar-winning actress. You're mm-hmm. breaking my heart! Like, what? <laughs> horrible. Horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible. Yeah, you're right. So I... So I give Hayden Christensen some credit because he was good in other movies. And so, like, it's just so tough putting him in Star Wars because people hate him so much. Jar Jar Binks, terrible character. Aiden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, not 100% his fault. (laughs) Yeah. But I just think it's... I think putting... I'll put it this way. I would equate putting Hayden Christensen on the screen in 8 and 9 to be as bad as putting Jar Jar Binks in, in any of these movies. Oh. See, I, I hope I hope that shit does not happen. I already gave you my opinion on Jar Jar Binks, so I don't think he's the worst thing that's ever happened. I don't... Oh, my God. He's not good, but I I don't hate him as, like, everybody else completely despises him. And... Like, you're saying now, like, a lot of the stuff, like, Lucas, like, was, like, driving, like, uh, lines and stuff like that, and then when Disney bought the right... or he sold it to Disney, and they first said that you know, when they make making new movies, 
you know, George was actually a creative consultant to uh, and also slash writer mm-hmm. for uh, you know the new movies. Well, I know he gave them his scripts because seven, yeah. eight, nine have been written for a long time. Yeah, they have been. Uh, you know, and so they looked at it, and there was like a there's like a Vanity Fair article discussing this. Pretty much like a he says, uh, pretty much the issue was ultimately they looked at the stories and said we want to make something for the fans. Uh, people don't actually realize it actually is a soap opera, uh, and it's all about the family problems, and it's not about spaceships. Uh, so they decided they didn't want to use uh, those stories, and they decided that they were going to go their own thing. So he decided that was fine. You know, is that implying that Lucas's scripts were more about the family? Yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, and that's kind of true. I mean, you know, a lot of family problems. You know, you know, like. Like, you know, holidays with food, always have problems, always have... You well, know. I mean, yeah, I mean, the genre is space opera. Yeah. So, you know, they decided to go their own route, and, you know, even J.J. Abrams said, you know, when he got on board, it was pretty obvious that they wanted to go a different direction from mm-hmm. what George has written, you know, so he, he pretty much knew what was going on, like, right from the get-go. Yeah, I think there's just too much hate on Lucas and anything Lucas could do because of he, like... Butchered Return of the Jedi in the in the HD release, yeah. Um, and the prequels are just so bad comparatively. And yeah. it's it's because he had like I don't oh. really care. We'll we'll get into this when we do rankings. But like I'm not a huge fan of A New Hope, but and like that's the only one that he directed. Yeah. And again, stilted acting, weird line delivery. And it, it, you know, it's like the same yeah. problem happened in the '90s and the 2000s with the prequels. It's like he's not a good director. That old fossil, you know. Yeah, it's just not good. So not did they good directing. Co- did they completely cut him off? Was he like completely cut yeah. out of it? Oh yeah, he like, had nothing to do with this. Yeah, he was done. He just put a dagger in that. Did they at least pay the man from like for well, shit? Well, yeah, I mean they paid him for the rights to yeah. Lucas film and everything, but mm. well, I mean they they also I had him on payroll for his creative consultant work, uh, but after. After they let him go, he was done. You know, he's so like he never even like seen. I mean, I'm sure they probably seen the script, but well, I don't know. Maybe they didn't see the script. But I, I, I would have to show- assume that they that as far as being a creative consultant, that he sort of like helped build the worlds and like named things. But I can't imagine that they put faith in him to write a script or yeah. to even like help on a script. So, do you think they'll like even go to him for anything? I pray to God they don't. Like, I'm talking about, like, for you said, for, like, names of stuff. Do you think they'll even go to him for that? I really doubt it now, since they're kind of, like, well, making yeah, their own, like, this you know. Point, they don't, there's, they a don't ton of, there's a ton of authors who are doing things in the extended universe without his consultancy. And yeah. they were creating worlds, and they were creating planets and characters, so why bother? Okay, yeah. Plus, the way the story is written right now, there's so many holes that need to be filled. So you're, you, out, you already have writing content mm-hmm. right there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, I don't want to say easy, but, I mean, the the writers, I'm sure there's already scripts, uh, you know, drafts already written up. Mm-hmm. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. We know you're all over that shit. Fiction. We know Travis all over that shit. Do not hate. Uh-huh. Just because I like the Harry Potter fan fiction. What, do you guys want to get into uh, rankings now? <sighs> sure. I guess. Yeah. I don't have a lot to explain on mine. I'm just... I, Okay. J- well. Just to let you know, Jake, we are just crossing over an hour. Oh, okay. so if we want to, 
That's, just that's letting good. you know if we're going to have another two and a half hour episode. <laughs> no, no, we're good. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, let's get into it. Uh, uh, yeah. So we're going to start things off. The order we're going to do this in, we're going to go John, Ricochet, Troll, and then I'll give mine. Okay. But, uh, so basically, John, give us your rankings on the entire Star Wars franchise up to this point, Episode 7. The rankings on your most favorite to least favorite in the entire series. Okay, so it would be uh, Return of the Jedi. Very close second, if not tied, is Empire Strikes Back. Force Awakens, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, and Attack of the Clones. Okay, so I, I'm the only one that has everybody's list here. So I do have to... I got You're the only person that put Return of the Jedi as your number one... I, I movie. So that does not surprise me. I gotta, I, I gotta you, hear about. Where'd you put the new movie at? Number uh, three, third above. Uh, okay. So it's Return of the Jedi, very close second, if not tied. Empire Strikes Back, and then Force Awakens: A New Hope. Um, so the reason that I like Return of the Jedi, it, it's honestly, it's just more memorable to me in certain ways, and a lot of it has to do with nostalgia and being a kid when I first saw it because when. In the 90s, when they announced that they were doing a prequel trilogy, they re-released the original trilogy with changes in the theaters. And I went and saw those with my dad. And mm-hmm. I have very, very, like, like fond memories of seeing Return of the Jedi with my dad. Mm-hmm. And the sound of Luke's lightsaber turning on in that movie, the sound of the speeder bikes on Endor, the environments, like... There's just so much going on in that movie. And, like, the stakes are so high. You see Luke riding the line between Jedi and Sith. He force chokes someone. He's wearing all black throughout the entire movie. That's true. Like, he's doing some things that he probably shouldn't be doing. He gives in to the dark side towards the end when he's fighting Darth Vader. And then he stops. Like, he... And he proves, like, you can do this. Like, you you can ride that line. And he becomes, like, that, like, I believe the term is, like, a gray Jedi. Kind of like Qui-Gon Jinn. Like, Qui-Gon Jinn fights with a lot of aggression. He doesn't always go by the Jedi Council. Like, he sort of does what he feels is right. And, you know, without becoming evil. So, mm-hmm. for that reason, I, I Return the Jedi, there's something about it. The Dude, the Death Star run is just unbelievable. I watch that all the time of Lando flying through the Death Star and taking it out. And that's it, the sequence is just so good. And that whole ending, like, the two things are happening at the same exact time. And that, that often happens in a lot of movies where, like, when you have so many characters, they're showing, you know, resolutions happening at the same time. Because in Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. when Luke is fighting Vader at the, uh, at the Carbonite Chamber and on the, uh, on the scaffold raft or whatever it is, mm-hmm. while that's happening... Lando, Leia, and Chewie, and the droids are escaping and trying to, like, tail uh, Boba Fett. And then in Return of the Jedi, when uh, Lando's on the Death Star run, Luke is fighting Vader and the Emperor. So, like, two things are happening at once, but the stakes are just so much higher in Return of the Jedi that it gets me more excited to watch. And Empire does a lot. Like, it sets up so much for... Because... Like I said earlier, like A New Hope was never meant to have a sequel. Like this was not meant to be a trilogy. So they had so much work to do 
in Empire Strikes Back to set up the third movie mm-hmm. and to like add more to the mythos and expand on these characters. And there's like a lot of like not downtime, but like when I mean, how long are Leia, Han, Chewie, and the droids like in that asteroid field? Like that's like almost like thirty minutes. Like, of just mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue, a lot of emotion, like, exposition, like, not exposition, but, like, that's when Han and Leia first kiss is, like, you know, like, while all that's happening, it's a little slow. And I respect that it's slow, but I, I respect the pacing and the and the frenetic energy of Return of the Jedi a little bit more than I do the, the slow pace of Empire. They're both very good, and they are basically tied for the top spot, but... Return of the Jedi just sort of edges it over because of when Luke first turns on his lightsaber on Jabba's sail barge. It just, like, it makes my hair stand on end. So is that the one thing? That's the thing right there that edges it out, basically? Is that one just turn on the lightsaber? That sound is just so powerful. It, like, screams when it comes out. And then, like, the, you know, the fanfare comes on and it's just, you know, gets hype. Okay. And, like, they're, like, Lando, Han is trying to, like, rescue Lando from the Sarlacc pit from sliding down and he's like, I thought you were blind. He's like, no, I can see a lot better now. It's fine. <laughs> like it's, it's just so good. So yeah, it's really the stakes and the energy of returning the Jedi that, that just push it over that edge of empire. Okay. I mean, that's like, I mean, I hear you. So, and I also don't have a problem with Ewoks. I thought that was fine. Me neither. You know what? Me neither. I've been saying that too. I've never really had a problem with Ewoks. Uh, Rico and sorry, Ricochet, Travis, you guys have any problem with Ewoks? They're fine. I'm okay with them. Really? It, it could be also because, I mean, I saw Return of the Jedi, like, I think I was like six, like five or six or seven or eight. Like eight at the oldest was the first time I saw Return of the Jedi. So I wasn't completely out of the teddy bear phase. So like, maybe that's why they I don't have such maybe a did that? Problem. They went over some kids too? For the, like, yeah, it, yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it was it was to make yeah. it a bit more family friendly. But then you have like really crazy things happening in Return of the Jedi. You have forest troopers crashing into trees and dying That's like awesome. <laughs> people blowing up you have ewoks dying and then like one of the i'll never forget this like one of the ewoks dies and then if like his wife ewok or whatever like comes over and like cries over his body oh, like, I remember that's that. so I remember morbid that. and it's like yeah, they add these furballs <laughs> yeah they like add these furballs to become more family friendly and then they're getting slaughtered like that's why i don't have a huge problem with them. genocide because they have they have real stuff going on on endor like and <laughs> the stakes are high things are real teddy bears are dying you know what so I, don't, I don't have a huge problem <laughs> i just i just thought of something i just thought of something throughout the entire series well, the first six uh, movies, has there ever been blood shown? A couple of times. I never uh, remember actually, seeing uh, New blood. Hope, Empire when, has uh, the guy uh, had his cut, arm cut off by Obi-Wan in the bar. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Little, yeah. Like, yeah. That's the first time. Yeah, he was done. Okay. He was done. Okay. That, I think that's before they made it that uh, lightsabers cauterize wounds. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. I okay. think that's before they, they... But yeah, that dude is like leaking fruit punch. Like... <laughs> blood everywhere on that floor and then again okay. in episode in episode five empire strikes back when um when luke gets attacked by the wampa yeah, oh, yeah. there's blood all over the place yeah okay. he looked like you when you went to charlotte the first time man hey you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> but I heard about that story just <laughs> recently that's a rough story you should but, show uh, a picture of that on uh hey, on no pictures will be shown that'll be the okay. thumbnail yeah. yeah, I thought this was a Star Wars episode. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? But uh, the reason I asked that is because I'm, they did show blood in this movie, Force Awakens, and it did was 
Yeah, and it, it, yeah. Was, it was small yeah. at the beginning. It's when uh, the Stormtrooper wiped the blood on Finn's head. Oh, yeah. No, but they also showed it when uh, Kylo Ren, when he was fighting Finn. Oh, he's, like, punching his chest, like, getting yeah, blood like, out. Yeah, yeah and, he... and, and, like, falls into the snow. Yep. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. I don't remember ever seeing blood in other, the rest of the movies. That's why I was asking. But it's, I guess... not, it's not like that. It's yeah. never. I mean, aside from New Hope with the arm. Yeah, it was it's a little more never, gritty kind of blood. No one's ever, like, dripping blood. It, yeah. That that was pretty hardcore. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, that's just one thing that I just thought of just a second ago. But anyway, uh, Rico, you ready? Ricochet. Sorry, I keep saying Rico. I know you don't hate. I know you hate Rico. Sorry, Ricochet. All right, man. It's no big deal. All right. All right. I have. I have. Obviously, Empire Strikes Back coming in as number one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think I put. Um, you got Force Awakens number. Force two. Force Awakens number two. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I do. And uh, here I have is. a new hope. Number new three. hope number three. Return of the Jedi number four. Number four. Wow. And then episode three, Phantom Menace, and I think uh, obviously Attack of the Clones is uh, last. Yeah. Last. Yeah. So, wow, uh, you I, put a new hope above Return of the Jedi. I've got to yeah, hear that's, this. That's rough, man. That's <laughs> I got to know. I got to know the reason. I I just think because I saw a new hope like way young and i was just i was so into it and then um i saw empire strikes back at a later age and man that was just so dark so good i mean you had so many elements going on the whole sci-fi of uh yoda training uh luke on the on uh i think it's yoda's home planet i can't remember the name yeah, of the planet. yeah. um that whole scene where Luke's still figuring out the Force and uh, controlling his emotions. You know, he's, still, he's getting frustrated. Yeah, stacking the rocks. Just just toning, toning the Force control. Um, that was really cool to see. I'm, I'm glad they really went into that. And then just that, that Darth Vader and, and Luke uh, sequence. You know, you never forget those. That that moment, <laughs> you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Everybody yeah, knows the. It's not a spoiler. This moment, yeah. you, nobody saw that coming. Oh, I am your father. And you, that, and I, it's not really that. It's just the look on Luke's face. Yeah, he just doesn't want to believe it. Well, isn't it? I something funny about this about the look on his face is that that line wasn't even said. Yeah, that right. wasn't put into the voiceover. Really, nobody knew what was going on. Like James Earl Jones. When he read that, he was like, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah, no one knew <laughs> until the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> so why, why, did, why did he yell no then? That was just... They well, probably had him say something else. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they had the guy that was uh, playing uh, Darth Vader uh, just say someone else and uh, you know, he was reacting to it. Mm. Gotcha. He told me you killed him. Oh, yeah. God. Luke's voice during that is just oh, so dirty. Yeah. He told me you killed him. It's like, oh, God. Who are you? <laughs> so, so basically, you put new a new hope above Return of the Jedi because of basically. Yeah, why? You still haven't said. Well, uh, I don't know, man. That's just the first. I I don't I I have my my biased opinion on a new hope just because it was the real introduction to Star Wars and that's just okay. what I'm. That's fair. I mean, at this point, we're really going off nostalgia for the first few minutes. Right, so. and you know, being that it's the first introduction is something you'll never forget as a child. Okay. And I think I've really only seen Return of the Jedi 
maybe once or twice. So I, I, I look at John's Ooh. face. I knew I was gonna get. Oh that. my god, oh, man, really? <laughs> like forty well, times. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. As many times as we went on vacation, we always had the three Star Wars movies that we played on loop in the van when we would go on those vacations like Ohio played, and New York. I don't think Return of the Jedi was the favorite in that and that <laughs> No, maybe not, but we I remember we nap time. I remember we always played the three Star Wars movies on our trips. That and Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, all those, but Yeah. 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 But we always had um, the, the trilogy in there. I put I put The Force Awakens number 2, man, because it's new material and the fact that it's so well written. Mm-hmm. It so makes good. up for the past ten years of Star Wars, right? And it's almost reason. like it's almost like when you're reading a book that's so good you can't put the book down. It's like you have yes, you, want, you keep wanting to turn the page oh. to see what's going to happen. And we and gotta it, wait two years, motherfucker. So yeah, you turn that we, we get uh, when you leave one, it on the cliffhanger is she's finally found Luke, and now what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, Luke's see, I like, would have respected it. A, I understand that we needed to see Luke. Like I get it. I think it was a fine ending. I think it was great, but right. I think it would have been so ballsy. For them to end the movie on the Millennium Falcon flying away from the base, yeah, and just not even show Luke, I would have laughed. I would have laughed so hard People... because he he wasn't in any promotional material. He wasn't on the poster. He wasn't on anything. But, but you knew you yeah. knew he was in the movie because you had an article about he had to lose fifty pounds. Damn, he Thanks. lost fifty pounds, and he he, he lost still... fifty pounds. He I didn't know looked... that. Yeah, he... he had like he was on a strict diet. He still looked a little. He still big. looked fucking big. Yeah, nah, for... dude, he looked pretty good. I think that was the beard stuff. No, no, no. You saw his belly popping. Gut, man. Dude, he's, yeah. not a, he's not an Empire Strikes Back form. An Empire no, Strikes no, Back form was jacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was but, um, doing standing think, push-ups. Or, uh, the, headstand the, push-ups. The, I think the ending for The Force Awakens, it would have been even better if, if, if it would have just went to fade to black as she's holding out the lightsaber. Like, is it, is, is it him on, that she's looking at? Yeah. Is it him? Oh, without him turning around? Or wait. Or just mean? don't even show the silhouette of him. Just, you know. Yeah. The epiphany or the realization on her face and oh, the So you're hand. saying you're saying it shouldn't have showed him also. Right. Okay. But it should it should have ended with her holding out the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Just don't ever show This him. is yours. It's obviously Luke's Luke's yeah. lightsaber. I think people would have been pretty pissed if it would have ended when the fucking <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Millennium Falcon took off. Falcon. But I it's like you know we're good. getting him in Episode Eight. Like you know we're oh, getting yeah. him. Then. Yes, we are. <laughs> so like whatever, you know. All right. And I'm I'm okay to wait. I'm yeah, okay we're to... we're in this for the next six years. Like uh, we're in this for the long haul. I think anything not? below anything below the first four I mentioned are just cannon fodder. <laughs> I, I don't even want to get the, the last fifteen minutes of Revenge of the Sith is like the best. Prequel, Revenge of the Sith, and the Duel of the Fates scene. Right, it's it's like it's it's Obi Wan versus Darth Vader, and Obi Wan Qui Gon Jinn versus Darth Maul. Like those, biggest, those are the best parts of those movies. Uh-huh. My biggest qualm about the Phantom Menace, I wish Darth Maul had more meaning. Oh, yeah. He did. It was cut. Yeah. Oh well, okay, I didn't know that. But I mean, like he didn't he didn't talk. He was just there for the martial arts and the badass lightsaber battles. Ray Park, God, Ray Park, man, unbelievable. So let's go to let's go to highest troll. What were your what's your ranking? What's your uh, how do you how do they stack up? Mine mine is similar to uh, Elias's for a little bit there. <clears throat> I have Empire Strikes Back as being my favorite one out of all the series, even after watching seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I mean seven's really close to uh, Empire Strikes Back, and so seven's my. My, you know, Force Awakens is going to be my second 
most favorite. And then you got, you know, Return of the Jedi real close as well, you know. Okay, Return of the Jedi 3, gotcha. Then A New Hope uh, coming in at 4th. Then uh, you got the, you know, prequels. Uh, <laughs> I got the last three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got uh, Revenge of the Sith coming in at 5th, uh, uh, Phantom Menace 6th, and then, uh, you know, Attack Clones is 7th. So all three of you guys have the bottom three exactly the same order. 3-1-2, 3-1-2, Yeah, and then, you know, I, the reason why I love, like, you know, 5, I mean, there's so much drama. I mean, you know, like, yeah, okay, so Disney shits on, you know, George Lucas for it being a lot of family problems and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, goddamn, these family problems make this movie fucking interesting, you know? Yeah, you can have you can have those family problems, but you don't have to force feed it to people, which is what oh, Lucas yeah, does. True. And, like, Disney, like, he let, like, I don't know if this is J.J. Abrams or the writers or whoever, but, like, this movie is allowed to breathe. Like, yeah. the, the story is told to you by you looking at it, not yeah. them telling you. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, after A New Hope, you know, he, he decided to go with a different route on a director. He he actually invite, uh, invited his, uh, what was it, one of his uh, teachers from uh, UCL, uh, was a university of uh, USC, mm-hmm. uh, was Irvin Kirshner. Uh, yeah. to direct it. And he was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, but he ended up taking it. He did a wonderful job. Did he, he also did do Return of the Jedi? No, he didn't. He oh. didn't do Return of the Jedi. But so anyway. they had three different directors then? Yeah. For the first I don't year. know who directed Return of the Jedi. But, uh, Let me look at it real fast. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he did a wonderful job. I mean, you yeah. know... <clears throat> uh, Richard Marquand. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, just like... I think what really got me was that fight between Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. And then it became a father versus son mm-hmm. fight. Oh, my God. That right there was like, you know, that just put a whole bunch of depth into, you know, that that duel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the only... then... Uh, oh, sorry. Keep go no, no, no. You go for it. Okay. And then, like, you know... You know, and then, like, Han, you know, he's, like, the ultimate scoundrel. And then, you know, it, it this shows, like, you know, how chivalrous he could be. Like, you know, he's, like, you know, he goes and uh, he's he's going into like, meet Darth Vader. And uh, all of a sudden, like, you know, like, he goes to the doors and he sees Darth Vader. And he's, like, protecting Leia. And he's pulling out the gut blaster. And he's blasting mm-hmm. away, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, that just kind of got to me as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like an empire when, like, like you were saying, like the fight between Luke and Vader. Like he's coming to him untrained. Like he's not, he shouldn't oh, yeah. have left. Like Yoda told him, like you shouldn't leave. Like this isn't gonna work. And yet he like didn't listen to him, went anyway, and almost died for it. Yeah. And yeah, it like the the fight really like started as can he actually do this? No, he can't. <laughs> like, it, it, was, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was so good. And then also another thing is like you know, like. Right when he leaves uh, Dagobah, you know, like, Obi-Wan and, like, uh, what was it, Yoda, he was talking about, like, he was our only hope. And then Yoda goes, like, no, there's another, you know. So that, you know, that hints to, you know, there being another person. You know, you don't know who it is. You know, it doesn't it doesn't say, like, you know, is it, like, his sister or whatnot. You don't know that it's Leia yet. Yeah. Or anything like that. I mean, that's, like, you know, 
man, it just kind of opens up a whole new can of worms, a whole bunch of discussion. You know, if there was like the internet back in the day, there would be definitely a whole bunch of freaking spoilers. Or yeah. not spoilers, but like, you know, hypothesis on who that person could have been or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we didn't find out that it was. When's the exact moment that we found out it was a sister? Is it the same time? It's like 90 minutes into Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, so that's not done till the third movie. It's actually not until almost at the end. Because when Luke tells Leia that Vader is his, he just says Vader is my father, something like that. And then he's like, do you remember your family, your real family? And then he like tells her to search her feelings. He never actually says we're brother and sister. And it's not until the Death Star blows up and Han and Leia are on the ground in Endor. Han turns to Leia and says, you don't think Luke was on that thing, do you? And then she goes, no. And she, then he says, how do, you, how do you know? He said, because I could feel him. Like, it, you know, I, I could feel him. And then that's when Han's like, oh, I get it. You know, you, you guys have a good time together. Like, he thinks that they're... Yeah, he's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> right, but, but then she's like, no, 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 he's my brother. Like, I think that's the first and only time it's actually said that they're brother and sister. Well, no, no, because actually when uh, <clears throat> Luke actually goes back to Dagobah, uh, I think it was after they rescue Han, and then he goes back to Dagobah to talk to Yoda. Mm-hmm. And then Yoda goes like, uh, you know, there was two of you, and then, you know, we uh, where that was Han. No, it was uh, Obi-Wan that told him. Obi-Wan told him. And he was like, there was two of you, but we had to keep you separated because yes. of the, uh, em- yes. yeah, the Empire, the you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. he goes like, he's like, it was your twin sister, and he's like, you know, search your feelings, and he was like, oh, Leia's my sister, you know? Mm-hmm. You're right. So he discovers that then. So, yeah, it was Obi-Wan that, that uh, showed him that Leia was his sister. Gotcha. Yeah, that yeah. kind of puts a whole new spin on Empire Strikes Back, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. After you got out of the, the back of the back to tank, you know? Yeah, I mean, they made out. Yeah, they made out right from Han. They didn't know. Not even the nope. actors knew. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. What about well, you, Jake? What's your ranking? All right. Well, I actually had – I haven't seen the first three movies in I'd probably say almost 10 years. It's been a really long time oh, okay. since I've seen the first th- – the, sorry, the originals. Right. Four, five, and six. So I had to think pretty hard. And as I was thinking, I thought I was going to pick Re- Return of the Jedi, but I actually – a lot of the stuff that I thought was from Return of the Jedi was actually in Empire Strikes Back. So, like what? Like the whole the believe it or not, I thought the whole the father thing was in Return of the Jedi. I don't ask me why how. It's God. been a long time. I thought that was in Return of the Jedi, and that's easily one of my one of the top movie things I think ever in the history of cinema. That is one of the top scenes in any movie in cinema. And it's going to be hard. That's going to carry something so big anyway right by itself but that the whole yoda stuff the training stuff all all that like a lot of the fights like the uh what are those big mechanical fucking ATATs? yeah see i thought that was return of the jedi stuff well i mean there are atsts in endor well yeah they... i'm talking about when they do the tow cables and stuff that's the opening scene of. <laughs> I thought that I thought that was fifteen minutes. I thought that was the opening scene of Return of the Jedi. Like every all the stuff that I thought was Return of the Jedi actually was Empire Strikes Back. It's been it's it's really been like ten years since I've seen him, and I probably should have rewatched some of them before we went and seen Force Awakens. But anyway, so my number one is 
Empire Strikes Back. And I thought it was going to be Return of the Jedi, but I was thinking of the wrong movie. Number two, which I, I'm going to be honest with you, I had a very hard time putting this number two. I almost put it number one, Force Awakens, the what we just seen. I was I I kid okay. you not I could have I could have put it down as number one. I think overall I think it was probably this sounds stupid but I think it was probably a better film from front to back. But it's not going to be as memorable as some of the scenes, as some of like the your uh, I'm your father, all those kind of things. Those will stand the test of time. I don't think there's too many things in Force Awakens that will like right. I'll remember 20 years from now. Aside from Han Solo dying. Well, oh, yeah, God. that, and I'll probably think it was like Episode Eight or something. But <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I think easily that from front to back, overall, Force Awakens was. Just as good, if not better, than Empire Strikes Back. But it didn't have as high peaks as the other one did. Number three, Return of the Jedi. Because, obviously, there was the whole... The final scene of the, the Return of the Jedi is too damn good to not put in the top three. What are you talking about? Bat- you, like, Battle of Heroes, man. It. The what? Oh, you're talking about three? Yeah, uh, Return of the Jedi. Sorry, did I say episode three? Sorry, uh, no, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Episode yeah. six, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's number Slave three outfit. for me. That's my Slave ranking outfit, number man. three. <laughs> Slave outfit. Number four is now. Okay, okay. Listen, guys. I know okay. what you have to say. Okay. I don't even. I can't even see the overlay scene right now, and I know what you're about to say. You know what I'm about you're to say. say? Attack of the Clones. No, I'm gonna say Phantom Menace. I'm gonna tell you right now. Attack of the Clones is my bottom. For the for everybody, we all put Attack of the Clones as the bottom. I can okay. see the graphic. Everybody watched see the graphic, but um. If you're listening, I'm going to tell you right now, number four, I went A New Hope. I went A New Hope for number four. Oh, that's my number four. Yeah, as well. I know. it's. I actually have the same exact pattern as Troll. I have the same rankings as Troll. Number oh, I thought you were about to say Phantom Menace. No, oh, no. Yeah. I almost put Revenge of the Sith as number four. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have... No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you. That whole fight scene at the end between Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin... One of the that best, was one of the badass. I, that, that is the best lightsaber fight in existence. That's what I'm about it to say. Is. I think that's the it best. Is. That is the best fight scene in the entire series, the whole franchise. So that's hard to put that so far down. But overall, I had I, I <laughs> joke. You will try. <laughs> yeah, I don't my, think for my new empire. I don't shut up and fight. Power. Shut up and fight. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I could have been on the show anymore. You don't anymore. need to talk about this. Like, you don't need to talk in this scene. Just shut up and fight. Yeah, yeah. We've been waiting eight years for you to do this. So just do it. So yeah, everybody listening, just to give a rundown, Empire Strikes Back, Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, and Attack of the Clones for me. We all, all three of us, unanimous decision all the way down. All four of us. Did I say three? Four. All four of us. Sorry. All four of us. Three, two, one. Episodes three, two, one for our final three. They three, all... one, two. God damn it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh. Three, one, two. Yes. Three, one, two. Sorry. Three, one, two for our bottom picks. Everybody. So I get, I'm glad we're all we're all in agreement with that. I still can't believe Elias, you put. I gotta watch more of the Return of the Jedi. God, it's sure, so good. Sure it may change if I watched. The movie. Do you have a VCR? Who still has it on a VCR? 
I don't got a VCR. I have my VHS set from 1996. I, I, I do have at my. I uh, have my VHS set too. The gold box. And no, no, no! Don't watch that one. I ha I'll show you the one I have. Hang on. Keep talking. Yeah, I my parents have the uh, VHS tapes. Obviously, still I could get it from them, but no, if you want. Yeah, I got my I got my own modified versions. Oh, you got the the updated ones, the new. No, I got the I got the Blu-ray that was re-released, but uh, but I also got the ones that were uh, altered I, before they were gold box and shit like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Before yeah. they even had the re-releases out. So. Yeah, that's the ones that we were watching before the before the gold before they uh, updated them and anything. But I, I just read something on I am uh, Internet Movie Database that what, what's up. Okay, it's, topic on another show. But it's it's not where I thought it was. So now we have a problem. Oh, What's that? Shit. I don't oh. know where my VHSs are. Uh oh. It's not where I thought it was. Wrong. Well, looks like I'm gonna be sounds like ass need, tonight. Sounds like you need Tony Chu on the case. <laughs> Who? I don't know. Who the hell's that? Tony Chu is a is the main character from the comic uh, series Chu. Oh, okay. Uh, Image Comics. Uh, yeah, Chu yeah is where a, like, he puts stuff in his mouth and he can see what like what's right. Going. Yeah. Right. Oh, C H E W. Yes. Oh. He chews on things and he gets like the historical background of them, who has touched them, and things like that. Um. Yeah, they're making that into a, a TV miniseries. Oh shit! Not, Here we go. The, the lead character that has is, been is that casted. what you're is that what you're talking about right now? I thought you said yeah. we were going to talk about this on another episode. <laughs> I, I was just going to end the show with it, but that's fine. Well, the, the VHSs that I have <laughs> are from 95 or 96, and mm -hmm. they're I have the only thing, yeah, the only yeah. thing that are changed is it's better sound and better picture. Yeah. No special effects added, no CG, nothing. Mm -hmm. It's literally just like an enhanced version. It's like, to me, it's like the best version of, of the original series. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much our rankings on where everything falls. Most of us are pretty much the same, uh, except for John throwing out Return of the Jedi as number one. Yeah, I, I am. I'm always in the minority of that. That's nice. Oh, I think Elias is a little is a little yeah, crazier. Far fetched. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's that far off. I can see exactly what he says. I can see what he means. I'm about that with some stuff. Like a lot it's of people not, like not enough, not enough TV time with the Return of the Jedi. That's like, all it is. A lot of people in the Terminator franchise, they think number one's better than number two. <sighs> That's such a deadlock <laughs> to me. See, I've I watched Terminator Two before I seen Terminator One, and yeah, I same think, here. And to me, usually one of the usually one of the first thing you see, I think that was better than Part One. But I think Terminator there's a Two. There's a lot that think Part One's better. Now, not to get on like a side tangent, but like I think two is just a more polished Terminator. Yeah. One. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like those special effects, I don't know what James Cameron was smoking at the time, but the T one thousand to this day still looks amazing. Yeah. <sighs> How? How does something from nineteen ninety five, ninety four, like still look that good? Dude, look Avatar. at Predator. Well, that was practical. Avatar. I know. Predator, Predator man. Predator was great. Well, Predator is a practical effect, though. Yeah. Aside from the, uh, I mean, the 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 stealth camo is a little goofy these days, but, <laughs> but I mean, dude, like the T one thousand in liquid form, yeah, is unreal. Yeah, it's and they froze still amazing. The freaking, uh, the freaking, uh, what should we call it? CO two. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. It melted. All right, back back on back on the Star Wars. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the, yeah, Sorry. but so the, no, that's good. Uh, so basically, those are our rankings where we throw everything in. Um, 
But uh, I wanted to talk about real quick. What's up with the Star Wars haters out there right now? Have you guys experienced this yet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that work. I had someone on Twitter when I was in the airport yesterday coming home mm-hmm. to New York asking me like what my opinion was on Force Awakens. I gave it, and he he like disagreed so hard that I felt like he was he watched this movie looking for things to hate. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't think anything about Force Awakens was good. Like, he couldn't find a single thing to like about it. And he said that it was such a huge disappointment. I haven't seen anybody that's seen the movie been disappointed about it. Yeah, really? it's like, I just... And, like, fine, you're entitled to your opinion. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to like Only everything. Only if they've seen the movie. Well, no, he has seen it, but it, it's just so shocking to me that yeah. there's not a single thing you liked. That's like stupid. These I characters find that hard to believe, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it. I feel like he watched this movie looking for about, things to hate. How old was he? About just a guess. I'm guessing. I don't know him personally. I'm guessing 18, 20. Oh like that. shit! So like a little fucking punk kid. Punk could be kid. older. I mean, could be our age. I don't. I don't know. I, oh. I really don't know. Hmm. Is his avatar is not his actual face? So I don't know. Um, don't you? But fall yeah, like me, Travis, I'm watching you. Like these, like <laughs> the, the characters. I have like the most depth out of almost any character in Star Wars history. Like yeah. there's so much to build for all these characters. And like, that's, that's one of the strongest things for force Awakens for me is, is like the strength of these characters and, mm-hmm. and the depth of them and how much like the writers can build on them. They're not one dimensional. They all have crazy conflicts going on. Like we don't know, like real quick, for example, like, Ray, we don't know who she's waiting for. We don't know what her conflict is. We don't know why she's so nice with the Force. Finn, we don't know who his family was. Why, like, he he goes through some conflicts throughout the entire movie. Like, if you notice, in that very first scene, when they're slaughtering all the people in the village, mm-hmm. he never pulls his trigger. Like, he yeah. just, he, like, cocks the gun to make it look like he's doing something, but he never does it. Yep. So, like, he goes through a lot in this movie. Han Solo like has shown more emotion than I think we ever got from him in any of the other films. Leia, eh, Leia was a little weak, but uh, I mean, Carrie Fisher was doing heroin for twenty years, so you know what, what can we expect? She's I clean now, which is she fine. Did, but like, I think she's fine. Right. I just don't know like what her range is these days because of drugs. But um, and Kylo Ren, like we have never ever once seen a Sith throw temper tantrums mm-hmm. and struggle with feeling seduced by the light side of the force like that's so that's not i feel like i feel like the way everything was set up in in the previous films was that every jedi starts as good and struggles with darkness mm-hmm. but it's almost like kylo ren started as dark and is struggling with the light yeah. you know like that's that's so interesting and to it not is. find a single thing to like about any of that yeah. uh, i don't know you're just a hater and yeah, yeah. And see, the thing I'm talking about is kind of di- a little different. Like, I think Travis is on the same – we're on the same page. What kind of hate have you seen for Star Wars with people you work with? What are you talking about? Me? Oh. Well, I mean, I had a guy I was working with. Uh, he was talking about how, you know, Ray, and we talked about this earlier, I think, off screen, but like how – or earlier, how she went um, pretty much from become like, knowing she was, like, uh, with the Force and then – doing mind tricks and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then being able to overpower Kylo Ren mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I was like, well, I could buy some of it, but then the force like like manipulate somebody's mind 
you know, you got to be mm-hmm. trained in that, I would imagine. You yeah. know, you can't just be like, you got to know what it's about. You got to know that you can do that. Yeah. You know, she had no inkling whatsoever. There was no discussion about that, uh, to my knowledge, in the movie beforehand about, you know, you know, messing with somebody's mind like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Okay, well, maybe we're not talking about the same thing. I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook, uh, Twitter, in person. A lot of people have been hating, not just on this movie, but the Star Wars like franchise. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, really? Of course, not a lot of people are, not everybody's going to like one thing, and I have no problem if you aren't a big fan of Star Wars. I'm not a big fan of, like, say, Twilight. I don't. I. I'm not a Twilight hater. I'm not a big fan. I've. I don't watch Twilight. I don't go out there and say, you know what? Fuck Twilight. I don't go do that. Um. But I. I feel weird because everybody at my work, besides three people, which I've never experienced this before, everybody fucking hates Star Wars. They don't just like. Nah, I'm not gonna watch it. They talk. They straight up talk shit about it. And we had. Um. I. I work at a TV station, and people on air will like sh- kind of sh- take jabs at Star Wars. And they're like, oh, we got to talk about this again. We- Star Wars opens up at number one box office, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what? Like, what's the deal? And I've seen people do memes on Facebook and Twitter like, yeah, uh, uh, I don't give a shit about you not liking Star Wars and stuff. Because people like, are going to the extremes to express their hate on Star Wars. I, I don't, have none of you guys have seen this? I, no. I, I'm gonna be really honest with you, dude. Like, I don't, I, quite literally, like, make an active decision to, like, not look at stuff like that. If that makes sense, like, it, it's sort of like when election season comes around. I unfollow so many people on Facebook who just hate, like, who just love to hate stuff and hate on things, mm-hmm. and just like voice some negativity. It's like right. I need. I'm not like trying to be like South Park and create a safe space, but like, it's just. <laughs> Like, there's no need to, like, like read it, you know? Like, yeah. you're entitled to your opinion, fine. And I, I'm not saying create, uh, like, uh, an internet space where, like, everyone agrees with you. But there are people who voice opinions simply to be a hater and right. to get attention for hating on something. And you don't have to like Star Wars, and that's fine. Like, I don't like Star Trek, and I know a lot of people like Star Trek. I don't even like the newer movies. I just can't – I can't get into the stories – it's just too dense for me, and it's just like I don't like a lot of fantasy literature. Like, I don't like Lord of the Rings simply because I can't keep up with the names of things. Mm-hmm. It's it's too dense for me. But you don't go out and you don't right. Talk I'm not going out about saying, it. Oh my god, yeah. Lord of the Rings! I hated it. Exactly. Like some people, no, like some people just feed on negativity. Yeah, there, dude. There are some really cool <clears throat> scenes in in Lord of the Rings. Like uh, again, I don't know a lot of the names, but when. Aragorn like is able to control that undead army. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is sick! Like this is so dope. But you know, sitting through an extra two and a half hours of Peter Jackson just for that one scene is just a little much for me. But there are people out there who simply want to hate on things and get attention from that, and they think that it's like, oh well, if I don't like something, it's a contrasting opinion to everyone else, so they'll pay attention to me. But in reality, you're just you just look like an ass. It's like you're not cool for hating on Star Wars. You're not cool for picking on people who like Star Wars. Like, what grade are you in? Like, how old are you? Get over yourself. Yeah, you don't have to like it, but you also don't have to hate on it. It's this whole like uh, nerd thing. Obviously, like everybody's like, oh, if you're Star Wars, you're like if you like Star Wars, you're just a huge nerd. 
Um, I it's really weird because we went through like a transition of everybody like being a nerd or whatever was as like got into like being cool and stuff. Like yeah, it, so it kind of like became cool. Yeah, and that now like it's really strange now. Like all like I'm seeing so many people. No, that's that's nothing but for a bunch of nerd. It's like almost like an anti like like we're flip flopping here. And well, which what are the ages of the people that are hating on it at your work? Uh, th- seriously, from the from the oldest people that I work with to the youngest people I work with, literally wow. every. There's only three people at my job. Which, like I said, if you don't like Star Wars, that's fine. Not everybody's gonna like it. But I've never been in an area where that many people in one group area have not liked it, and it's like the one of the biggest series in film, and that many people hate it and i'm I, I gotta tell this story super quick my one person i work with she said you know what i don't want to see that movie because i don't like how they changed darth vader's voice think about that for a second <laughs> i looked at her i tried not to say anything i'm like i said what do you i'm like what do you mean she's like oh, i saw the trailers and stuff and they changed his voice i don't like that i don't think i'm gonna watch it and i'm like like she's like got so like like a negative, and like she's finding something to hate. Like that's how I would see this. She's and she just don't even finding know about, something to hate. I know, and she don't even know what she's talking about. It's just like I've I've seen. There's just like kind of like a, a group. It's almost like a little thing. Like it's cool to fucking hate on Star Wars. It's ignorance. Yeah, it's, exactly. just, it's ignorance. It's straight she up. She just ignorance. wants to be part of part of the meta. The uh, people that hate on Star Wars. Yeah, and it's and I just it's, had to it, tell it, her. I'm, I'm like, be really honest with you. It's not even worth talking about. Like it's no, it's, it's not. not. Like it's who cares? Who cares? Well, sorry. Let let, let these people wallow in misery, <laughs> and like I like I'm sorry I'm like such a, no, yeah, you know, it's like I'm not saying it like that. Street, you know, it's a great series. You know, but like it, it's it's remarkable, like how differently you can live your life if you just don't, like if if you just like make the conscious decision to not engage in that sort of negativity exactly like people like doubting you people putting you down people like hating on your hobbies people hating on your movies it's like who cares like you're you're not going to change my opinion you're not going to like influence me and dude yep. it's, it's almost like to bring this full circle and to, like make it like a super nerdy comment about it but like it's like it's almost like people struggling with like light side and dark side like you yep. know like you don't always have to like v- like sometimes inaction is the best action. Like you don't have to. You don't have to like always be participating. You can just sort of like chill out you, for a bit. You know me though. I like to. I when they start talking. I'm I know. Like, I know. Oh, I I'm so, like. Oh, I know right. you. I know like, you. And that's the thing. The funny thing is, I don't even consider myself like a fanatic or a hardcore Star Wars fan. I mean, hell, I haven't seen the, like the original movies in like ten years. I'm a fan. I like Star Wars. I've been watching them forever. I don't consider. I don't know like all like every planet you guys named. I didn't know any of the fucking planets. But Travis is sleeping as I'm gonna continue. I, you can go to sleep. I don't care. But I'm just playing with you. Whatever the fuck, I'm playing a video game. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, but whenever they're talking about it, I don't know why I feel obligated, but I feel like I yeah. have to. It's it's not I, it's not even worth it. Like because you're not gonna change their opinion. I you're don't try gonna, to. I just like to be it, the but voice. it's like arguing with stupidity. Like it's you, I, like you get yourself worked up over someone else's stupidity. Yeah, and I'm not even like arguing with them. I'm just kind of like getting them. I I like to like dig into people and find out like why how they think, what they what they're thinking. I want to know why all these people hate Star Wars. I mean, because they're ignorant. They they're ignorant about the topic. 
and they, it's just easier for them to dismiss it and hate on it than it is to like either become educated or just close their mouths. Mm. You don't know yeah. how it's like. It's just like the cool thing now is you know what I've never even seen Star Wars. That's like the cool thing now is oh, yeah, to it's not super have. It's like that's that's like the cool thing is to not have seen Star Wars movies. Travis is dying. <laughs> Travis is out. <laughs> I think but. you just lost your character. Are you playing hardcore? <laughs> you just died, son. Obviously. Sorry, man. But yeah, sorry. I just wanted to bring that up. I just noticed a little string of a lot of Star Wars hate, and how it's all of a sudden cool to not have seen the Star Wars movies. Uh, I think you you just like got a stroke of bad luck with those people. Because I mean, yeah. I just thought it was weird. I've I've had but... plenty of people on my Facebook say that Force Awakens is a, is a disaster, and they hated it. See, I've never seen anybody not oh, yeah, like I the s- movie though. That's different. I saw like four or five of them just today of okay. people hating the movie, and you know it's opinions yeah, so, uh, some people yeah. have informed opinions and some people really don't like things some mm-hmm. people look for things to hate and then some people are just ignorant about a situation so they don't want to educate themselves and it's just easier for them to dismiss it entirely and yeah. dismiss it in like a loud boisterous way cool it's not just star wars it's, it's anything it's anything in life you'll find that mm-hmm. well uh does anybody got anything else they want to bring up about Let's star see. wars I will be 33 when this saga ends. Oof. I thought about that the other day. You know, I'll be dead. How old are you now, John? 27. I'll be dead. <laughs> probably, oh, my goodness. I'll probably I'll be, be dead. I'll be I'll dead be before 36. the next one comes out. And Lex will be like 38. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, Old Lex. It's all good. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, guys, uh, first of all, if you stuck with us this whole time and you enjoy this, appreciate it. Uh, give us a follow or a little subscribe. That's what I'm talking about. Subscribe on YouTube. Search Job Squad Media. And follow us on Twitter. We're uh, I'm trying to get into more tweets. And by the way, guys, I, get, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I gave everybody the Twitter stuff. If you want to get on there and tweet, tweet. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, uh, feel free to tweet anything you want. I don't care. As long as you don't be throwing them N-bombs out, troll. <laughs> but... But yeah, uh, follow us uh, Job Squad Media on uh, on Twitter. How can people find us on iTunes, Jake? Oh, that's a that, John. That's a great question you asked. That yeah, well, uh, I mean, it, I'm it, I'm curious. If you're watching us on YouTube and you want to get all the other episodes, plus uh, I also do the wrestling podcast. You also find it in the feed on iTunes. Just uh, search for Jobber Radio. That's what it's it's all under one umbrella called Jobber Radio. You'll find us there. You'll find the other podcast there, and uh, yeah. So follow us on that. And if you're listening to us right now, get on uh, YouTube. Just, you know, you can actually see our pretty faces. Mm-hmm. And Elias's hat and Christmas tree that he's got. And me being asleep. It, yeah, this Christmas and, tree. And you got to be able to get on and watch Troll sleep throughout half the <laughs> Elias, that Christmas tree has to stay there forever now. That is. That's part of the show now. That is part of the show. Tell Katie but, that thing stays. But uh, uh, Yeah, I, I hate <clears throat> pulling that shit out. <laughs> well, this is a fake tree, man, instead of a real tree. Just, it, it may dude, be that, fake, that, but that dude, shit that it was put a on fucking the, the struggle to get up to your damn apartment, man. It's just it, where we have it at. It's just a pain in the ass to pull out. It looks like you like have everything measured like in precise precision on where it's all at on that tree. On the tree, yeah. yeah. Jake, you've been to their apartment, right? <laughs> take it right? pretty seriously around here. Yeah, yeah I've been in there. diagram before they set it up. Yeah, yeah it I've, out. I've been in their apartment, yeah. Yeah, everything's like that over there. Yeah. We have we it's have another nice. tree. It's like eight feet tall. It's in the other room. And it's you like, got two trees? 
We got three trees, Dude, brother. Three trees? What the fuck you got three trees for? Uh, well, one's like probably three feet, two feet tall. What's that one used for? It's just decoration. Well, there you go. My wife is like the interior decorator. There you go. Three trees for Christmas. That this she needs to be. This guy celebrates three times hard as on Christmas. But, uh, yeah, so speaking of that, uh, we're not going to be on for the rest of the year, which is only like two weeks away. But This is it? Uh, yeah, this is it. This is our last episode of 2015, guys. We're ending it on a on a high note, Star Wars Force yep. Awakens. Uh, I think it was pretty good damn time to end on this year. Pretty good story. Yeah. But this, yeah. We'll be coming back, uh, obviously, in two weeks, I think, beginning of 2016. A whole yeah. new episode. But, uh, Do we know what the movie spotlight is for the first episode of January? We don't have the movie spotlight for the next movie yet. Or for the Maybe we should do Hateful Eight. Hateful, Hateful Eight or yeah, Revenant. Yeah, oh, Revenant will be out by then? Revenant January might be out by then. Well, January 8th. Aren't we doing January 4th for the next episode? I think it's 4th, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing Let's... January 4th. Oh, here we go. What, Elias? Oh, here it is. Interstellar. Oh, I can do January 4th. Oh, I heard a... I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't have no, an was... I, was trying to, I was trying to think of the, theatrical releases. He was going to say Interstellar. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> it. on Amazon Prime. You motherfuckers need to watch it. Yeah. It was on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Interstellar? Oh, shit. Maybe okay, I'll watch gotta... it tonight. Maybe I'll I gotta watch, watch it. I got to show Dude, my opinion. If you watch it tonight, you will... <sighs> does does the Hateful Eight come out before the 4th or no? If uh, it comes out Christmas. 31st. Oh damn! That comes out at the end of the wait. Let Jan- me check. July, me uh, check. December thirty first. Let me check. Hateful Eight. Yeah, it comes out Christmas. Okay, yeah, well, Christmas. we can do we can do that one if you guys want. We can do Hateful uh, Eight. January first. Hateful Eight comes out January first. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, I thought it was Christmas. We're gonna have to watch it though. Uh, well, I mean, apparently it was leaked uh, just a while ago. I guess it says limited uh, December twenty fifth. There you go. Oh, oh, I remember seeing that. It was limited. It was. I remember seeing that. I wonder if I can see it. Limited I release. anywhere around here that I could see it. I don't know. Oh, don't, don't, the, don't the go Revenant right. is January 8th, which, of course, you can watch all that stuff. Yeah. Either way, guys, I promise you, it, it's going to be we'll, – we'll have some good stuff to talk about on the next all right. episode. I, I, um, anybody ha- want to say anything before the year's over? You know, any last words? That is true. Oh, by the way, uh, real quick. On our next episode, we will be talking like year end stuff. We'll be like our favorite movie of the year, favorite games of the year, all that. We're gonna do our like year end thing on our next episode. Yes. I, w- I want to tell you guys yes. that. So that will be our 2015 kind of uh, episode, like recap. All right. So cool. Up on that. So that should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. But uh, well, yeah. Before we end the show, I, I will just I'm gonna tell everybody what I just read. <laughs> do it. Um. So the two. TV show, mm-hmm. TV miniseries that I was just referring to earlier. The the main character that has been casted to play Tony Chu is uh, Stephen Yin from The Walking Dead. Ooh, the what? guy who just not died. That's right, the guy who just not died. The fuck, me? He's in it. He's the main character. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna leave you guys with that. Wow. No one else. Wow! This, this isn't. This is. I'm not insinuating that. Glenn. Glenn's gonna die. I am. <laughs> it's a TV miniseries. It's not. It's not gonna be a reoccurring, you know, series. Yeah. Although it could be. I don't know. Plus, they could start filming in a month, and then Walking Dead would start filming a month after that. Mm, I think Walking true. Dead's already been filming. But either way. Well, a little tidbit. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's 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 pretty. Pretty interesting. 
pretty much. But uh, okay. yeah, anybody got any plugs or anything before we head out of here? Thanks for uh, if you if you listened for the all three episodes. Thanks, and if you're just joining us, uh, we hope to have you back again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, guys. Definitely. Uh, thanks for watching. I'll probably be streaming next next year. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start streaming again too. I mean, I've been sinking a lot of time into The Witcher, and that's probably a good stream game. Oh God, yeah. Like you've been playing on uh, which system? PS4. Oh, that's a that is an amazing game. Yeah, I'm thinking about moving my PS4 back into the office here and getting the Aver Media. There you go. I don't know, man. That's a lot of wires. A lot of yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. To deal no, with. no, no shit. <laughs> I think I might just right, skip. John, that I want to talk to you about that also afterwards. But so. um, yeah, no problem. But yeah. So, anybody got anything? <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. Hey, hey as always. As always, folks. But yeah, uh, alright guys, uh, well, thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening to us on iTunes, wherever you are listening to us, watching us, thanks a lot, and we'll be back 2016, guys. See ya. Peace. See ya. Deuce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs>